Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. Is there any commentary? We're on the old park and walk in the sunshine. Oh, it's glorious. And did isn't you it? know it's the summer solstice today? Is it really? I didn't yeah. know that. No. It's the longest so it's day. The longest day. Longest sun, sunshine of the year. So we thought awesome. we'd start at Dawton and just run right just through run to the sunset. It's funny because I came back from. Oslo, and some people have been uh, over there doing the Midnight Sun Marathon. Oh, yeah, so of course. Probably linked. It's all linked, isn't it? Yeah. One world, mate. One world. <laughs> That's it. Small world, but I won't want to paint it. So we're going to set off up the um, up the park and walk, go around the woods, go over to the heath, yeah. go long. Go and, long, uh, but go long and go easy, yeah. So we'll, we'll pick up on that as we go, but tell us, tell us, you, Lisbon and Oslo, right? Yeah, Lisbon, well, last week was... Ipswich, Lisbon, Oslo. Yeah. Two nights in Ipswich, two nights in Lisbon, one night in Oslo. Yeah. Just loads of travel, good fun, great gigs, but oh, it's quite exhausting. Got back on Saturday afternoon from Lisbon, set off really early Sunday morning for Oslo. Got back yesterday about tea time. Just a bit tiring, but good fun. The gigs are yeah. great. Yeah. The really nice gig at the uh, Spectrum Arena in Oslo in front of 5,000 people. Wow. Um, me, Michael hosting, which is quite unusual because for once he was warming up for me. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, which freaked <laughs> him out as well, but he enjoy, enjoyed it. And then me, Darrow Brian, John Walsh, Susie Ruffle and Nathan Caton. It was just a really nice, just good fun, you know. Yeah, that's a great gig. Yeah, just a real laugh. Not much running, still dealing with pain. It's weird, it's sort of... I can feel it now, but it's less than it was. I've warmed up a lot on my right-hand side, tendon calf. And what about your, um, uh, you know, like yoga, specific yoga schedule? Yeah, yeah, that feels a bit better. I mean, I I did it sort of three times last week. Yeah. With all the travel and stuff. Wait, and is that, that, um, can I just lodge that? It feels like it keeps slipping. Can I do that? Yeah, I know what's happened. It's it's come come out of the thing. So I just ran out there. Bear with us, guys. I'm just wedging. That's better. That's... Is it okay over here? Yeah, that's fine. I that should be fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was a bit distracted by my kit. Just fixing Paul's microphone there. Um, by the way, a little note on microphones. If we do post a picture, always do comedy about our microphones because <laughs> we never get sick of that. It's not like the fluffy things are a completely necessary for the podcast and b something we've seen every week for about five years. Yeah. Keep doing jokes. Yeah. <laughs> We're aware of that. <laughs> Absurdity. 
Um, it is quite nice the way they make people look at us in a certain way when we're yeah. about. And, uh, what the hell's happening here? And, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, you're distracted. You're distracted by that. I'm distracted by a gentle sloshing. I'm, right. I'm wearing my hydration vest. Yeah. And uh, I've clearly left just a little bit of air in my left pouch. Okay. Your left ventricle. I've also got this ridiculous situation where I was on a long run and uh, I brought myself water to drink beforehand. Right. To hydrate on the way. Yeah. Oh, dog fest. And um, didn't drink it. Right. Anyway, I thought rather right. than get rid of it, let's set off with it. An excess of like water. Like today, yes. look at that. Yeah, yeah. And then I drank it. And I quite liked it. I find the uh, having water in my hand yeah. is a good reminder to drink some water. that we're running a long way. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like I thought of Eddie Izzard with his flags. We'll need no, I was actually running with a bottle of water and a map. We'll need some water today, certainly. It's, yeah. very, it's a very hot morning. But I've also made my warm, rubbery water into the backup water. Yeah. You see? But then, none of that was when we were recording. Right. Now we started, I feel like old sloshy. So we're, Here comes so old sloshy. So we were, we're coming from two, as ever, two different uh, positions fitness-wise. I'm... I ran twice last week. Yeah. And three yoga. Um, was one of the two so when we went out on the marshes. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I sort of measured. And then the second runner, was, it was, every step was a little bit painful. But the, after, the aftermath wasn't that bad. You nearly said after party there, didn't you? Which is a good, yeah. that's a nice foot in slip. And now uh, I don't feel too bad, actually. That's good. Uh, so I'm sort of judging my running by, am I in pain at the moment of running? Yeah. Whether you're on the second day, you're on a two 20 mile back to back. Yeah, and I'm very much training, absolutely trying to it. throw as big a net around the race of the stones as possible. I want it to be within my power. Yeah. You know, I've noticed and people will say, oh no, it's going to be difficult. And I get that. But you know, in terms of like mantras and um, getting your head around things. Yeah. I think a lot of people are very happy to kind of think, I'm going to surmount this insurmountable task, yeah. you know, and just just break myself on the wheel of it, and that's kind of part of the purpose of the thing. I just, it's not my, uh, it's not my way. Yeah. So I'm really trying to give myself the feeling that it's within my power. Absolutely, yeah. So course, for all the actual mileage and training, the most important thing for me psychologically was that yesterday, yeah, I did... It's 21 and the third right. trail miles. That's great. And the key thing about it was, apart from the fact that I absolutely loved it, yeah. I'll tell you more about that later, I reckon. Yeah. But the most important thing from here is, afterwards, I was fine. Yeah. It was absolutely fundamentally different to when you do a marathon. Yes. And you've just, you know, you're, and, you're and I love that feeling. I would be proud to finish a marathon and think, I now need to lie in the bath and think about who I am. Because we tend to bring me things and medicine. Because we tend to race marathons. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, whereas yesterday, I, you know, my legs are a bit achy because they've done loads of running. Of course, yeah. And then apart from that, I came home, cooked dinner, normal dinner. Just normal, yeah. Yeah, just normal men, just innocent men. Nice, yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah. And that, that's the key thing, you know. And normal so life. I am going to try and do something similar today with you. And I set off this morning and thought, oh, I went for a run yesterday. Yeah. But that's it, really. And it's difficult because some of it is about doing what I normally do technically, like uh, 
intermittent fasting and what I eat and stuff. Yeah. And you don't know, you got to practice the fueling and so on, you know what yes. I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to remember to, like today, basically, I was kind of tricking myself into thinking this is just a normal Tuesday run. And then there's another voice in my head saying, yeah, but you're still going to put plasters on your nipples, mate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that kind absolutely. of thing. Absolutely, I've hustled up. But it's all, it's all double think. Anyway, we peeled off from your trip away because of the technical shenanigans. So the show was good at the Spectrum Arena. The show was great. Yeah. Lisbon was good fun. And Ipswich. Is that special? Ipswich. Ipswich is fine. It's the second time you've been to Ipswich in a few weeks, isn't it? Ipswich is a, an irritating, dry, but lovely people. Yeah. One thing that has happened to me... I've noticed during the last week or so, which you might know, you might be able to help me with. Yeah. I've lost the upper register to my voice. Oh. You know how on stage I do a, I do a lot of screeching. Yeah. Quite high pitched of quite extreme stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've kind of lost the ability to do that very suddenly. Yeah. And I don't know whether this is a natural thing of getting older, losing your parade, just one of those things that age takes away yeah. from you in the middle of the night, or have I just strained I it all of a sudden? That a, you strained it, and B, that you're tired. Right. My voice disappears. You know, I just lose my voice when I'm stressed or tired, just straight away, even right. if I haven't been using it. That's interesting. And, uh, and uh, the first bits to go are the bits where, because when we do falsetto or screaming or silly voices, yeah. we cheat, we cheat the system. Right, okay. Now, as a... Singer, I gradually realize in, in comedy I always do falsetto right. and shenanigans. But when I sing with bands, you got to cut the falsetto, okay? Because it would just burn your voice. Right. It's like if you're doing a run yeah. and you hopped some of it. Right. You're gonna kill your legs. Yes. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just for that little bit of doing it weird. Yeah. It takes out so much energy. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sort of untrained, obviously. Yeah. From my voice and I stretch it. But I've lost my bark. You know my bark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good bark. Yeah, that is a shame. It's a different bark. For today, I can do it for you. <laughs> 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 no, no. But it's not as. What have we said about resting the Distinctive. <laughs> as it can be so. So on stage, you sort of. I don't, you have to just talk in a different way. It's a bit weird. It yeah. hasn't. The, the gigs are something going really well. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, this is a bit different. I think you're probably. I think we should walk. Oh, yes, we should. Let's just get used to it. Yeah, yeah. We're walking out to the Boogaloo at the end of the park and walk. There's been some discussion about this. I uh, I really have been practicing this. Thanks for reminding me. I, uh, yesterday I walked. I walked a couple of times. Right. But there was a very specific time when I was running up a hill through woodland. Yeah. And it got steeper and steeper. Right. And I thought, I should be walking now. Especially, the key especially difference was, I didn't know how long the hill was. Right. I was like, I can't bear it, because I don't know when it's going to end. Especially when I'm on concrete at the moment, I've got to walk. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're going through the trails, I don't mind, but yeah. But yeah, I did some walking up hills yesterday, not too much, but right. it, the other aspect... So how long were you running for yesterday? Four hours. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. And it? it was really nice, I kind of really tried to distract myself in all kinds of ways, like tootling along yeah. with my... Map in my hand, my water. Right. Stopping and checking the map a lot. Yes. Which is really good for me just to yeah. not stress about the stopping. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And to recognise that each of those stops is probably, you know, like 15 seconds. Yes. You know, they're just moments. Yeah. And uh, and that's the thing I've got my head around, which is that when you can, your kind of pace allows for 
a level of stop and stop light stoppage for various yeah. reasons. So, like, if you stop yeah. at any point for like even five minutes, you're going to go, "Whoa, that's 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 a stop." Yeah. But if your day, if my four hours, as it was, it contained me getting some photos when I got to a viewpoint, yeah. checking the map, yes. walking up a couple of climbs, yeah. they're all just ingredients, you know? Yes, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. I really made sense of it to myself yesterday. I mean, everyone gets that, but you see what I mean? Yeah, that's good, man. It's averaging out the whole thing. I mean, when it comes down to it, that really important thing about not losing pace, your pace over hours should, of course, account for that kind of business. Yeah. And I, I'm looking to get a couple of four-hour runs in before it, just to get some, you know, four-hour run walks, Yeah, just to get some awareness of being on that. Because it's the longest we've ever run, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In consecutive days. Yeah. I'm on very fine lines with the whole thing. And I just need to... I need to get some time on my feet, you know. We are... Um Two and a half weeks out. Yeah. And uh, this is my, you know, my... This uh, is going to be your longest This thing. is my peak week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll do this. I was hoping to do two, 22.5 yesterday. Right. And do that today. Right. To basically get to 75% in training. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. But equally, that's I didn't want to be too crazy about it. Yeah. And I was meeting my mum yesterday. Right. And, I, and it ran, I ran late anyway, so basically it took me ages to get to my start line. Yeah. And I messaged her and told her to meet me in four hours. And the right. result of that was excellent because, you know, I had lots of discussions with myself about how you can't run the right pace for an ultra if you feel like you need to get somewhere. Yes. You know, yeah, so yeah, being yeah. really cool about it. But on the other hand, having an end point is really good. It's a, it's a, there's a balancing act there, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. You've got to be going somewhere. You've just got to not need to get there at any particular time. But uh, in the end, as I closed in on and I was in the Chilterns, so I was on the Ridgeway. Nice. It was a proper, it was a real rehearsal. Yeah. In every way, kind of like spiritually as well as practically. Anyway, I uh, got to within like 20 minutes of meeting my mum and within a breath of 20 miles. Right. And I was really just absolutely fine just cruising brilliant and I just thought ah oh, I could have from here it's great because I just know that if I hadn't had to meet my mum which was fine I also wanted to keep something back you know I would have carried on to yeah. the next beacon yes and run yeah. 25 miles yeah and, 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 and still okay. hopefully still been fine you know okay. what I mean? it was, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. this whole thing of it being within your power I was not fading I only felt a fade once right and you know what I did I did what you're supposed to do what did I do Walked. I ate. You ate, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to be. Uh, and it was great. It felt better straight away. Yeah. I was just hungry and you know, I just needed the energy boost. And I didn't have anything particularly. I just had a naked bar like right. we have in the kitchen anyway. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just a bit of food like you would, like if you ate something off the food table at the event. You know, didn't fuss about it. So I'm hoping that this will be a 60 mile week. Wow. But I want the rest of the week to also be quite easy. Yeah. So we'll see where we are, where we are after today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm on a kind of... Next, next week's going to be my... Peak week. Peak, peak week. Peak week. Peak week. You've got to peak week. Yeah, I'm in Devon. I'm hopefully going to get some long runs in. Good. Well, I'll try not to get injured, of course. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. just sort of... 
just run really gently for a long time and do yeah, loads of stretching yeah. and yoga and swimming and just all the right stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then my stretches felt so have a week off. It's funny when you can really feel them working. That's the upside of being stiff and frightened of injuries is to feel the stretches, yeah. the medicinal quality of stretching. Yeah. Well, I just wondered, just the reason I thought of it is because you were saying this is the longest we're going to run. It's true, but I kind of got it in my head. What do you think? I think just assuming I feel good. Yeah. I was thinking of one more long run. Somewhere around next weekend, maybe on Sunday or Monday, and maybe to stress less about the two days of it. Yeah. But maybe just for my psychology, I thought I might try and get out and like do, and this would be a fortnight out, right? Right. To run like a. Well, how far do you think it would be safe for me to go, assuming I'm fit and fit and strong? I'm thinking of doing, for my mindset, you see, I was daydreaming this morning about Oops, maybe sorry. now doing a, uh, like about a marathon. Right. On, on a trailer marathon. Yeah, like two weeks before. Yeah. That sounds sensible, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe. I'd be really gentle and I'd be maybe, two weeks yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it I know that more reasonable. logically, you could, I could do, start taping down and do like 16 or something. I just think for my brain... I think we need to... Oh, oh you okay? That was that very chippy t- yeah, that's trunk. Trunk that's the other thing when you get out in the country. God, you've got to watch your step. You've got, you've got to work. I didn't fall over yesterday, but I had some brilliantly terrifying stumbles. The first, um, <laughs> uh, maybe 10K, I was kind of heading... I was kind of inland from the edge of the Chilterns, as it were. Yeah. I was heading out towards the edge. And when you get to the edge of the Chilterns Ridgeway, it's all very uh, hiker-friendly. Loads of signposts and right. paths are well-used and gorgeous. Yeah. But I was coming through Farmer's Field, still existing paths and stuff. Yeah. But just knowing around, a lot of nettles to avoid and stuff, you know. Anyway... A couple of times I stumbled on like big bits of flint in the path and stuff like that. And just in the middle of nowhere on my own going, oh, oh, yeah. of danger. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just there, just there to trip you. Yeah. yeah, and then you think, Damage. wow, I've burnt. I just had a load of adrenaline. Just <laughs> and I can go off fast now and just end up, you know, having a nap in quarter yeah. an hour. So once I was going downhill and... Uh, I did a weird sort of went over on my back foot. It's like I was going to fall over backwards. Right. And I surfed a big rock for a minute down the hill, you know. Oh, God, it scared, scared the bejabers out of me. But I stayed up, Paul. That's just good. like I did just then. I think we need to discuss whether we want to run together and how we want to do that and mixing it with recordings because... Obviously, we're just we're at massively different places physically. Yeah, yeah. And I want you to get the most out of this experience. Well, I think, and I want to feel it as well in my own sort of level. Do you know, do you, do you know what I mean? It's sort of like, and I think you're, you've got all this personal stuff feeding into it, and you've really prepared. I'm kind of like hoping for the best, doing a bit of yoga, a few, yeah, but a few really long wanna, runs. Do you know what I mean? I want to be with you, and I'm looking forward to the socials. That's the. Oh yeah, totally. I was thinking yesterday that Absolutely. being on my own for four hours, I was thinking, just imagine how much easier this will be with some conversations. Yes, yeah, and yeah. The little tiny interactions I had. I stopped. A, a bit of fun. Bloke was it. looking at a map, and I said, oh, I've got the problem map here, and we stopped and compared to where we were going next together. Yeah. It was like, oh, society. And that was nice, yeah. Yeah, really nice. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. We need to 
proper game plan for that. But on the other should, hand, should we see where I am in like yeah, ten days? Yeah, you know exactly what you expect from yourself. Yes, yeah. I think that we could do like run the first half for the first day together, and then yeah. you toddle off or, or whatever, or I don't know. Just see, just see where we're at, you know. Yeah, I think if we can, because I don't want to be slowing you down too much. In terms of recording, I think the dream would be to record like the beginning and end of each day. Oh, absolutely. But in practical terms, oh, yeah, we, we should be able to record the beginning of each day. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, and this comes back to the hills and everything, yeah. I'm gonna get panicky and impatient very quickly if, I, if I'm walking when I wanna be running. Yeah, yeah, totally, of course. So we of can course. be realistic about that. But I mean, I mean, at the very minimum, We'll do a pre-event, post-event every day. Oh, yeah. And Atmos around the site and having fun and a laugh. Oh, completely. We'll definitely do that. Have you thought about your camping equipment yet? Oh, silence. Hasn't even crossed his mind. Hasn't crossed my mind at all. <laughs> I thought, it, I thought uh, they provide the tent, so that... Yeah, yeah, but you're going right. to need, like, a sleeping bag. Oh, yeah, I've got bag. a sleeping bag, yeah. And a mat and a sleeping bag. Yeah, I've got all that stuff. I've got oh, all that yeah. stuff. He's got that stuff. Um, and maybe... I'll be able to persuade Rachel to get us out there the previous night. I mean, I don't know where we'll stay. Yeah, yeah. But that stuff to sort out as well. Yeah. It'd be nice to be there the previous night, wouldn't it? Rested. Yeah. Possible? Feel, does that feel... Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. It's very near my mum's house. Oh, all right. Okay. So you might stay at your mum's. Yeah. Right. Okay. It was funny. Uh, I mean, I suppose we should dig into this now. But in terms of that rehearsal factor... It's really true that, um, on the one hand, the stuff about my dad, it really works. Yeah. Running in the Chilterns yesterday, so many memories of like just family walks when we were younger. It really felt like he was, you know, when I say this, it, it sounds sort of kind of like spiritual and it's so easy, I don't want to, not to diss that, but it's not like, I'm not talking about an angel at my shoulder. Yes, I yeah, was just yeah. on in the kind of place that was the kind of place that he loved and he shared that love with me. Yeah. And so specific memories, you know, it's running down, as I say, in the children's there, you've got a couple of these fantastic hollowways, you know, the old uh, roads that are like a, the path is like a, in a channel within the woods. Right. You know, yeah. the kind of shape of things. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went down a really good one and up a really good one and they're so, we always loved those. And I remember being up on the bank, the kind of, uh, uh, tree rooty bank and sort of picking my way along the top excitingly rather than running along the path at the bottom. Yeah. And then we had sweets. And my dad chucked me a sweet top of the bank and I got my finger on it but I put it down. And he said, ah, I've got hands for it, should have had it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's such a family rule. Yes, yeah, yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah. you know, that comes up all the time. That's like yeah. absolutely fundamental when me and my son are playing frisbee. Yeah. And I just remembered <laughs> He was like, yeah, so I the way it appeared in my memory. So I could sort of see the sweet hitting the ground. Guy and it, should have had it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then also that ties in with all the fundraising. You know, Father's Day, of course, on Sunday. And I, yeah. You know, there is a cynical element to this. I know that if I say on Father's Day, I'm fundraising in honour of my dad, I'm more likely You're get some stuff, to get yeah. a response than if on a Wednesday I say, yeah, yeah. hey, who's going to respond to me today? How do you fancy it? Yeah. And then I feel, that's complicated because then I feel guilty right. for like <laughs> using my dad's memory. But equally, it's all very 
real, you know, if I am faking up, it's method acting. Because I really have to open up some emotional boxes to do that, you know. Yes. Yeah. So really, I'm literally more emotionally tired from the last 48 <laughs> hours than I am from the blooming running. So there is going to be an element. So I probably should go and stay at my mum's. Yeah, that'd be really nice, man. Yeah. I'll find somewhere close to the start. And we'll get there ridiculously early. Seven. Start. Well, it starts about seven, does it? No, according to the info, yeah. me and you, I haven't seen you in the thing. But well, I'm no, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm on it. I'm talking to them. We're going to sort that out. How so like we're going to be in the same wave. Well, yeah. My wave is 7.50. Right. So I'm assuming that's yours too. Yes, yeah. And they say get there like three quarters of an hour to spare. Right, so, okay. But of course, it being early... You don't want to hang around all day long. Yeah. So seven o'clock, seven o'clock. Right. That's our meet. And then seven fifty. And then I love the idea that it doesn't take all day. It is that in that way psychologically, it is a bit like a marathon. Yeah. Because what you want to you'd hope to be finished by you know half one two or whatever yeah, it is. You fundamentally. Know. So there's a bit of recovery time in there, your isn't head. It? It's running all day. Yeah. But in practice, it's, it's running, running till lunchtime. Sure. Yeah. Late lunchtime. It's running all morning. But, I mean, I was running kind of a slow um, five and a half miles an hour yesterday. Yeah. And as such, you know, steadily maintaining that. Yeah. Well, 11 minute miles. Yeah. So uh, 66 uh, minutes for every That'd be six 10K. miles. Right. 10K. Yeah. 10K. Yeah. Just 10K. So, so that's five and a half hours, right? Yeah. And uh, so if we kick off at 10 to 8, that's, uh, You'd be that's finished by. Yeah. That's uh, one, half one. Yeah. Now, sure, it could well be two. It could yeah. be between two and three. But the yeah. basic principle stands, doesn't it? That you've yes. got, yeah, yeah. You get there and then you can go. So it's, oh. about, it's about recovery, isn't it? And yeah. Chilly. I've got a couple of gigs, actually, on the... Saturday on the night. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, me too. While I'm there. Doubling up. Uh, I've got to drive to Devon. Yeah. That's Probably. right. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing Biddeford and Birmingham, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wondered about it, but then I thought, it'll sort of pay for the food for the race. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what kind of equipment? lovely weekend package, they throw in, you get a meal right. at base camp, nice. and you can choose... Right. Whether it's lunch or dinner. Oh, that's interesting. And of course, you can also buy yeah. lunch or dinner as well. So, so. what? So tell me, uh, what kind of equipment are you taking? Right. Well. Because you'll know. You'll know. I'm very much. Do you mean for in between or for? Yeah, just sort of, just a sort of the general gist of it. Just yeah. the general everything. Well, there's a there's a there's a they'll, they'll, they'll be moving our bags along the course. Brilliant. So yeah. you can take a bag. Yeah. But it's supposed to have everything in it so the idea of being able to fit your stuff in a yeah. knapsack right is a good model yeah but equally this is stuff that we don't have to carry with us while we're running so there's right. still a, a luxury there so you can have loads of snacks and whatever or yeah but i would go more i'm going more for physical comfort right so i probably have a like a very soft you know, sort of tracksuit vibe. Yeah. So a change of clothes, but not a full change of clothes, just something yeah. soft yeah. and warm to get into. Soft, chilling. Kind something of. nice to sleep in. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, let's face it, I've got... Tally. I've got what's known as... A, yeah, yeah, a 37-inch. Yeah. The one from <laughs> home is the only one I've got, so I'm going to bring that. Would it be... It's a big knapsack. Would it be frowned upon to take a sky dish? 
to think. <laughs> just use it multi-purpose. Eat your pasta out of it. And then say, <laughs> is there Wi-Fi? Set, set, set up your own electricity pilot. Sky glass. Yeah, yeah. Get a sound system. Show me Stranger Things 4. Yeah, yeah. Get See a, if I could. Get a speaker. Are you no, using the Do you remember when you ran up the hill earlier? No, this is running up the hill. It's running up the hill. If only could. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, so I was thinking about what you said about what to do in the kit. So, so basically... Um, Two overarching things I'll be doing. One, nighttime comfort. Yeah. Or rather, it's sort of uh, kick, uh, uh, afternoon and nighttime comfort. Yeah. So, very comfy, like tracksuit bottoms and a nice jumper to pull on. Yeah. My red coat, which packs up small works as a pillow, but it's yeah. really cozy. Right. Um, my onesie to yeah. sleep in, sleeping bag, and yeah. a mat to sleep on. Right. Um, earplugs. In case it's a bit chatty and yeah, at night and noisy outside. People farting, I've heard. Yeah, well, I can imagine. You know, yeah, you mess up yeah. your guts. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be amongst them, and it'd be great if I can't hear myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a great game yesterday. This was marvellous. And yes, it all started when I did a horrific, <laughs> long-form, audible <laughs> fart. Yeah, yeah. We kind of christened it. I said that was a can't remember what it was. Conversation stopper. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. we uh, came up with a game where. We wanted a system of farts, right. and we're naming them all after TV programs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my wife started it with Silent Witness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, nice, I, I, nice. and then we had, you know, there's 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 so many. The Great British Bake Off. Yeah. <laughs> Cracker. It's a yeah. good one. <laughs> <laughs> and Cracker Jack. 
The Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, uh, Happy Valley. This is a great... Uh, <laughs> I'm not a, okay with this. It's a great family game. <laughs> great family family game. <laughs> Would I lie to you? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's fun, there fun you go. Listeners, enjoy yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we can have a good game without a base camp. Everyone will be pleased. Yeah. And, he, and uh, he's also gone on to the green grass of... Oh, that runs straight for the man. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> Wow. He's doing yoga his hands behind his back. Also, um, that's a statement, isn't it? Also, a bit of foot, foot care. Football. Bit, bit, football. Bit of foot care for the, uh, for the afternoon of the Race of the Stones, isn't it? Just to the odd. You might get feet problems with your feet. Yeah, compete. Yeah, fresh. That kind of thing. You know. Change of socks. Look at my ear there. Look. Different shoes. Hey! Hello, mate. Keep reading online how lovely your gig is up in the, you know. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yes, and that's why I'm leaning towards you, so that if you speak, <laughs> one, lean towards you, and two, be wise. Ah, wise. Wise, man. <laughs> Thank you. We're so preparing, we're Your dog just rubbed very nicely against my leg just then. We're preparing for our uh, ultra in a couple of weeks. Oh, we're doing our 250 kilometers back-to-back Race of the Stones event. It's a 60-mile weekend. Race to the stone. Yeah, yeah. Race to the stone. Race yeah, the and stone. when we get there, they say, "Oh, well done, guys!" Yeah, and they do. <laughs> play us a couple of play a little song. Ro- Rob's done loads of training, and I haven't done any. That's right. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you will tell. You wouldn't get you it. Will. Looking at that us. will become quite apparent on the day. Yeah, I think if, if Rob's you see just telling me what Sunday kit I need after, to lose, after yeah. we finish, you might be able to see a difference. And also, I'm sweating now, and Rob's not. I mean, it's just like I've only run two and a bit more. Is the thing in your book about the uh, running in places so hot the ground's melting beneath your feet? Death Valley. I don't know. It shouldn't be quite like that. It shouldn't be quite like that. It could be like We're hoping for a pleasant jaunt down the ridgeway. Yeah, I mean, it's summer solstice today, so autumn's going to be kicking in within three weeks. It should be cool, frosty. Is this too hot, technically, weather-wise? No, this isn't too bad, although it's warmer than yesterday. Yesterday was surprisingly cool, which is great, because it looked like this, but it was a bit nippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Well, yeah, so, yeah, wish us luck. Well, I do wish you luck. The woods are lonely, large and deep, and I have promises to keep and so you do miles to go yeah, before, I do, sleep, yeah, yeah. before I sleep. Whose woods these are, he doesn't know. He, was, he, thinks, he lives down in the village, though. He would not mind us stopping here to think we're That's queer. The horse gives his bells a shake to, 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 to go to bake. <laughs> My feet do ache. <laughs> There was an old man called. She had a peculiar feeling. <laughs> Take care, brother. See you later, love. Come <laughs> Mark Mayer. Mark Mayer, very funny man. Lovely gig. Likes to run himself. Actually. He does. Yeah, likes he does. to run, does a little part run. That's the nice thing about the old Highgate Wood, isn't it? You do meet people, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That you know. I saw when I was running the other day, um, I was coming up from Limehouse Basin on the towpath there, you know? Yeah. I was on the day I came to see you and I forgot to say. Right. Um, and there was a woman running down the other way. And yeah. uh, so it being sort of quite straight, I saw her coming from quite, from quite a long way. And then she got close and she said, we both had headphones in and she kind of just mimed to me, I'm listening to your podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> so hello. Yeah. I, got, I, th- I hope you saw that I understood. I went like this. Paul will describe what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah, well, there's Thumbs point up, up to the sky yeah. at one point. Yeah. I don't know why I pointed at the sky. 
So, so yeah, are we going it. the back way to Hampstead here? What are we doing? Yeah, we're going to loop Highgate Woods, right. which is what we're doing right yes. now. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go straight out and straight through to Kenwood. Nice, yeah. And then we'll loop the heath. Yeah. And like Just keep looping. yesterday we're doing, looping, looping, I don't scooping. think there'll be as much of this in the race. It's just a little bit more open. But yeah. yesterday and today, with this beautiful but quite cool weather, just running in the dappled light of the trees. It's very nice. I yeah. mean, for goodness sake, it's a bit gorgeous, isn't it? So, yeah, it's a nice, light, loose stuff to wear in the afternoon, comfort for the night, bit of foot stuff. Yeah, and it's great what you were saying, because the way to think about it is in is in uh, in time. So, first of all, what do you need when you get there? You want foot comfort, you want comfortable clothes. Yeah. Then what do you need in the night? You need, again, cosy stuff. You need to sleep well. Earplugs, you want to sleep well. Yeah. And then my third thing is, and this is something I've talked to myself about quite a lot, yeah. is to absolutely reset. So yeah. everything you've got to do on day one, you've got to be able to do day two. That's plasters, Vaseline, yes. clean, yeah, 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 a yeah. nice clean outfit to wear. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a new running kit. Deodorant, sun, sun cream. Um, uh, ideally, I don't know, you know, I want to be showered and fresh and clean. And, yes. You know, so because... That stuff is so important when you go out for a long run. And yeah. you don't want to suddenly let it slip on the second day. Yeah, you because feel like you're starting again psychologically. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But it's interesting what you were saying about sweating. Because I genuinely... I haven't... I've been... Not breaking a sweat is a really key element of my training. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. And I have the advantage here because I really... We talked about it before. I've got a bit of a broken thermostat right. since I lost weight. Yeah. So I can really tell. I mean, I think if it's really hot, I'll be sweating. And I sweat all around where my backpack is. But basically, and then you still, you have a light pattern of sweat. You end up covered in, uh, you know, sort of salt. Filled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, in terms of sweat, beads of sweat on the brow running into your eyes and stuff. But that's something I need I to be. I don't have that. That's something I need to be aware of in terms of rehydration and salts and stuff. I need to. Yeah. Have a little think about well, those that. pills I forgot to take the other day. Yeah. I just got some. Um, uh, what are they called? Electrolytes. Uh, yeah. Pills from Holland and Barrett. There. They've got um, good sodium and magnesium and what's the other one? Potassium. It's a big pill. Right. It's kind of like a shoe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, apparently you can take them when you're running. And of course, people do all kinds of things with drinks and stuff. Yeah. But I've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with drinking while I'm running. Yeah, I know. So I don't want the pressure to be doing it. Yeah, I know. It's sort of... Uh, I've been taking... Yesterday and today, I've just thrown down this giant pill. It just seems I have to worry about it. I know I've taken some action. Salt stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting setting off for an event. You know, you see you see people when they set off for an ultra. And it's different to when people set off for a marathon, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because they're, set, they're sort of starting an adventure. Yes. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's actually psychologically it's, it's better. When you start a marathon, you've got all this kind of all the excitement of the day, the moment, the achievement is all on the start line there. Yeah. And you have to kind of ignore yourself. Whereas on an ultra start line, you're thinking, not that we've ever been there, but we've seen it, you know. It's, you've more got the concept that you're going to be running all day long. For a long time. Yeah. In, your, yeah. in your head. So you have to, the pressure on oneself is to start gently. And yes. To, yeah, as yeah. you mean to go on and everything. Yeah. You know. My wife's still 
really concerned about me going off too fast. Uh, there's enough anecdotal evidence from life. Yes. But that's a very reasonable That's a possibility. I don't think that will happen. Yeah. Although that's the thing. Maybe the reason I've been able to um, assess my sweat in such a specific way is because I'm always wearing sun cream. I'm quite thick, you know, 50, fact, right. 50. Right, yeah, okay. I always, like two minutes into the run, I get a little pop to wipe the side of my brow. Right. And then that's it, I'm done. So maybe Done sweat. So sun cream's a factor as well, isn't it? Oh, we've got to have sun cream. Yeah, some sun cream well, yeah. I got singed in Brighton Sea, so I'm well warned for that. Right. Because we didn't know how nice that weather was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Brighton. Yeah. You know, we come up against it a lot. If there is any doubt, there is no doubt. Think in the morning, shall I put sun cream on? No. <laughs> that shall I. Yeah. That was when to listen to myself, yes. wasn't it? And then you're going to be doing a part run at the weekend and yeah. those normal things keep going. Yeah. yeah. I went to um, my week last week, I had a gig in a concert on. Friday night. Yeah. It's a really nice, lovely gig. Um, and a couple of people came to settle alone and then came to settle at the park run. So oh, I'd done nice. Yeah. I'd done, uh, I'd basically done 50 miles on the week to the day before. I think I got a day off on Friday. It was like 49 and change. Yeah. And uh, I thought we'll go to concert. Black Hill Park run actually is, which is Black Hill and concert are kind of a contiguous yeah and it's a lovely park but it's a hill beautiful victorian park on the side of a hill there in fact concert is on top of quite a big hill and we were staying in this pretty hotel in the valley so the run to the park run was just one was long right. slow yeah. hill yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is not you know eminently doable nice but not a warm-up not, <laughs> no. not a casual warm-up and yeah. uh, anyway park run was cancelled Oh, yes, I saw that because of a tree. Yeah, I never saw the tree. Right. But, you know, someone was saying, oh, sure, you could go around it. But it's, they've got such a responsibility to health and safety and other people in the park and everything, haven't they? Right. If one person trips over and cuts themselves. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, park under. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was really fine for me. <laughs> you know, I just thought, well, great, I don't have just to do the run, park. Just have a little run, yeah. And uh, some lovely people there. The only thing about it was, partly to psych myself up for it, I was thinking... I could do quite well at this park because it was just really quiet. I don't know yes. how many people there would have been there. Yeah. I think we're talking a couple of dozen. You know? Right. And uh, I could podium in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, and then really nice people came to say hello, uh, listening to the podcast. Someone had me sign my book. So you know, I was really glad I'd gone. Sad for the, and they were the, all the park run marshals and volunteers were there. Right. They were good to go. Yeah. They were just setting the course up and then realised yeah, that. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I ran back down the hill and that wasn't too bad at all. I was quite relieved that I didn't have to run hard up and down hills. don't know if that would have been optimum yeah. training. But yeah, this weekend I'm going to, I think it's Atkinson Park Run. Oswald Twistle, Blackburn. Oh, no, Wait. okay, cool. So oh, I must tell Northern. the world because I think they... Uh, I'll have already done it by the time you hear this. And, uh, yeah, I'll include that in my little try and get to 60 this week. And I won't push it too hard, as I say. I'm worried about injury yeah, too. Stupid. I don't want blase, and I'm doing it lots would, of miles. It would be stupid to get injured now, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was one reason why I was glad I ran, ran less 
and then 22 and a half rather more right. yesterday. It was good to just have that little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to, Paul, that's the thing. Here's Mayer again. Here we go. Yeah! Feeling yeah. good, feeling strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've adopted a dog. Come on, mate. You're our dog now. Tired. How far are we going, boys? Tired. And what about you? Your week before, because we're not going to run next week. So I'm going to be in Devon. So, yeah. What about your week before the marathon? Well, I'm mean, before the uh, the race of the stones. What sort of? What's your schedule like? Well, I think that I want to. I'm going to keep it keep it in mind. Sometime around a week from now, less than a week from now. Yeah. I will run this trail marathon if I. If there feels like there's no risk right. attached to that. Yeah. And then uh, from there, taper. Proper yeah. taper, steeply taper down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe one more yeah. longish half a marathon, maybe around the end of the week. Yeah. And then just very little in a couple the last of week. little runs in the last week, but enough to keep my body thinking yeah. that it's gonna run. And uh, Are you gonna do the carb loader? Well, talk to uh, Renee McGregor about that, of course, right. the other week. Yeah. And she's very, uh, you know, she's someone who knows what she's talking about. But we, we've got experience with this. Um, it's the same old thing, but one gets better and better at it. Yeah. I will basically do the carb loading. We keep on the download, you know. Sometime around. She I'm said two things. Yes, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm so what was she saying about it? Well, she said two things. I mean, she said more than two things, of course. Yeah. And uh, what was great about it was how three-dimensional she was and how the, you know, like a, a book sounds like it's, you know, it's about a way of thinking about it for yourself, you know. Yes. So there's two things I took from it were, one, something that we've always said, or rather, we've eventually got to saying, which is, you're just pushing the faders. You eat what you normally eat and favour healthy yes. carbs. Yeah, yeah. Rather than going, oh, I'll have a pizza as well. I'll just have carbs. You just yeah, have yeah. less beans and more jack yeah, potato, just, just you know, in the meal do, you would have had anyway. Do your proportions, get your proportions exactly. right. Yeah. And the other thing she said is that, it's not, um, let's go to the crossing. Okay, cool. It's not, uh, it's not much use after 48 to 72 hours before the race. So you want to be doing it a little bit early. Oh, that's interesting. We're talking sort of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, it's Tuesday, Saturday. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, the middle of the week, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, I'll be favoring that stuff. But also, like, I was doing this yesterday, really. I had this idea of coming back and doing more dinner than we'd normally have on a Monday. Right. And all this. And I thought, just eat your dinner. Yeah. It's a good dinner. It's got carbs in it. Yeah. And I just had that. Let's not worry too much. Yeah. Just living, just trying to make it. The whole thing comes back to trying to take normal life and high, very high mileage and try and make them meet in the middle, you know? That's the way... I've been getting my head around it. I had a, uh, I had a cracking meal in, in Lisbon. Oh yeah. Because we, uh, we had the Thursday night off before the Friday gig because yeah. we wanted to get there and sort of get a feel for the place. First time we gigged in Lisbon, and we had, there's a, a restaurant at the hotel called Cura, yeah. which is like a Michelin-style restaurant, and uh, we couldn't get a table till about nine. Sat down for the taster menu. 
13 courses. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was incredible. They kept calling them moments. We have another moment for you. And then they talked through this moment. Wow. And, uh, I haven't had a but like it was, it was a bit like... Uh, <laughs> It got a bit Monty Python towards the end, you know, just a, just another wafer, monsieur. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little. It was, uh, it was hard work by the end, but the food was just incredible, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And somebody else paid, and somebody else paid. Somebody else. The most delicious mouthful of all. Yes, yeah, yeah. Somebody else's money. Yeah. I am. Um, uh, yeah, it was gorgeous, yeah. Me and uh, my wife, I think it was our anniversary or something. Right. My son was very small. Yes, he might have been pregnant with my daughter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was years ago. We went to Dainsford House in Buckinghamshire. All right. And they had okay. a tasting menu there. And right. And of course, you know, she's got like different food needs and stuff. Yeah. And the chef came out and chatted to us about it. It was absolutely fantastic. Nice, nice. And then uh, we had the meal. So good. Yeah. And again, you just made me think of it instantly because I think the last course was like these teeny weeny homemade <laughs> donuts on sticks. Just a little bit. Oh, you've got to have these. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's so obviously <laughs> one too many. I've gone from joy to feeling yeah. really gruesome. Yeah. And in, in turn, it makes me think of you remember when uh, um, uh, Father, Father Ted and Father Dougal? Do their song for, do their horse song. All right, okay. for uh, the Eurovision. Okay, yeah. my lovely horse. <laughs> and then we see the whole video, and it's all lovely and uh, running with the effect locks, blowing in the wind, and all this stuff. And then <laughs> it just gets really horrible and trippy, and the horse starts kind of glowing with <laughs> psychedelic lights, and the music goes, <laughs> and he kind of wakes up in a sweat and says, "You've got to lose that saxophone." So, uh, but that's what you feel like. When, those donuts were like yeah. the saxophone solo in my lovely horse. Ooh, it's too much. It's kind of like at the beginning of like for the first sort of five or six courses, the way they pace it, you manage to be sort of starving. You're still starving. And the, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Sit down and I think finally they're going to bring us a plate of food so as really opposed to a little pacing triangular. Track. It's an incredibly paced. And then by course nine or ten, you're thinking... Wow, I've, I've really eaten here. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And part of that's because you're not eating as fast. That's right. Normally you eat fast so you don't recognise that you're full, don't yeah, you? So this is because right. it takes longer. Yeah. No, it was well, like, I never recognise that I'm full because I'm part yeah. Labrador. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I, uh, last week, I was going to, uh, unusually had a gig on a Monday. Right. So I made... Yeah, you did old rope. Yeah. Big yeah. favourite dinner, which is... Uh, our vegan and gluten-free pasta pesto sounds pretty basic and it is pretty basic but it's so nice yeah. we all kind of tend to go oh my goodness oh, num, num. it's really good in fact I'll quickly give you the recipe shall I? yeah of course yeah. okay it's Duff's free brown rice pasta I say free because it's got three E's right that's yeah. the best one and if you get spaghetti or penne very very nice I right, cook that up, oil and salt in the water for nice liquor. Nice. And then while that's boiling up, just gently heat through some tofu. One packet of cauldron marinated tofu. And one packet of uh, Typhon basil tofu chopped into little bits. Yeah. There you go in the oven and just warm through. Right. Just warm them through. You're not cooking them, you're warming them. Exactly. You don't want them yeah. crispy. You don't want it to turn into bacon. And then... Uh, the, uh, I mean, some people would want them to turn into bacon. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they prefer bacon. Some people want a bit of bacon. Well, that's another story. Yeah. So, um, and uh, if I'm having a 
pasta shape like a penne, or you can do it with fusely as well. Then halfway yeah. through, five minutes through the 10 minute cat pasta time, I would add some peas. But nice. not with spaghetti. I can't do spaghetti They're and very peas. Very underrated peas, aren't they? With a yeah, pasta yeah. dish. We've got really into peas. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's assume it's penne, right? So five minutes in, I take a mug of liquor out of the pasta water, put it to one side, yeah. and then put in 200 grams of peas. It's the whole packet of pasta. Right. That's 500 grams, serves four. And it's a really good amount. It's not too much. There's no leftovers. Yeah. But it's lovely. Anyway, then 10 minutes is upon us. Pasta's ready. Drain it really quick and chuck it back in the pan so it still carries some. Basically, the whole thing is trying to keep quite a lot of that lovely pasta water to that make stock, the sauce get really stock, creamy. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And um, then I grate onto that um, a quarter of a packet, I suppose it's about 50 grams, I don't know, of uh, Violife hard cheese, hard Mediterranean cheese. I think they think. It's supposed to be like halloumi, so it's to bake it in big lumps or whatever. Right. But I find it's more like, like a great. pecorino or a parmesan. It kind of melts well, but quite... It melts well, but slowly. slightly resistant to melting, so good for cooking, you know? Yeah. And I grate that in, and then put the hot tofu on top of that to help the cheese melt. Yeah. Two jars of Sackler vegan basil pesto. Oh, it's so good. It's as good as any pesto. And then... Once those jars are empty, I put a half filled jar with some more of that liquor from the mug. Clean, clear, rinse out the jar with it, you know, put the lid back on and shake it up. Yeah. And put it in. Again, really extending the pesto. Crunch, massive crunch of salt and pepper. Toss it all round. If it's not creamy and green all the way through. Oh, and the peas, the peas are in there. Right. And uh, you could still, you almost can't, you don't want it to be wet, but it's amazing how much of that liquor you can stir in and have it and you've got the become so part of the sauce. You've got the sausages on the side of it. Yeah, you, you've got, you don't worry, I've done you your sausages. So yeah, yeah, you <laughs> slice and prime the sausages with a bit of And then yeah, chorizo. serve it up with, my son's is only vegetarian because he has mozzarella on top. And we have vegan mozzarella on top, fresh basil. Sounds amazing. Um, Sounds amazing. Butterhead salad. Yeah. And uh, a good scooch of uh, balsamic vinegar. Bloody Sounds incredible. Great, yeah. It's Sounds so great. good. We never tire it. And uh, anyway, last Monday, I made that for four a little bit early so I could go and do my gig. And I carefully spooned exactly a quarter of it into a thermos. Oh, so you got it for later. Yeah. And I took it to the comedy store. I bet you felt pretty cool. Felt pretty cool. <laughs> and then I... Pretty uh, well prepared. There's no one cooler than a comedian who walks into the dressing room with a thermos. With his own food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's vegan and gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I got to the gig and uh, turned out I was... They were just negotiating the running order and I was closing the first half, so I had to... That's, that's sort of perfect, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really? So I had to get my... Uh, Guitar and pedals all sound checked and on stage. And also Eleanor was on. Right. And I'm directing a show, so... So you I got just, me distracted. I just upped my attention to... I wanted to watch her set properly as well. Right, yeah. Because um, I wanted to be a good director for her. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did her set. A couple more acts and I was running my stuff. And then... Oh, Nick Helm was on. He was great. And uh, Alice Fraser, though. We were both great. It was nice to catch up with Nick Helm, old friend. And... Uh, then I went on and did my stuff, that was good. Yeah. And then the others were saying, we're going to head off. So anyway, we, there was kind of, oh, I'll quickly pack up my guitar. We all headed off and got the tube. You left it in the fridge. Just full. You left it in the fridge. No, 
was just saying, <laughs> that was my dinner. Oh, I didn't get oh, any dinner. Oh, mate. I got us nearly home, and I realised that my pants the best. I tell you, was those up. cleaners had a treat that night. Oh, God. <sighs> what a shame. Eventually went back and got it on Thursday. Did you really? Good hot run. <laughs> that was... Uh, did Ten you miles in the in the heatwave sunshine. <laughs> Great training run. Did you give them a ring? Did you say, hold it, don't scoff it? Well, the thing is, three days later, later right? Never been opened. It's going to be nice. So it wasn't rotten. Or it's going to be really nice. That, yeah. No, I threw it away. Really? Yeah, it's not been in the fridge. It was hot. All right, oh, right, okay. That's not healthy. Oh, no, it's got to be in the fridge. Yeah, sorry, I didn't realise. It was still, you know, so absolutely heartbreaking. Although if you really do want the uh, happy ending, yeah, my uh, wife did make me beans on toast when I got in oh, perfect. on the Monday. I was hangry before then, yeah, yeah, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. So they've been doing some events here. Yeah, it's the... Because uh, Michael wants to see Miles Rogers. Yeah. Summer concert series. Yeah. So which way are we going? Yeah, and Tracy go Thorne, because Tracy Thorne is within uh, spitting distance of Hampstead Heath. And uh, she said, she was reading and then she heard... She's like, oh, someone's playing, playing Good around. Times by Chic. So oh, it's, it's not, it's, it's Chic. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming into the, oh, coming wait, into the heath. You wait there, I'm going to get, I should have got the picture. Yeah. It's because this fence is in the way. Coming into the heath. Well, will you look at this view? Feeling good. No pain. I really wanted to do some parkour and just yeah. run up onto that. <laughs> Just not quite up to it. It's a shame. I can nearly do it. He's done it. It's not exactly parkour, is it? If you go, Ugh! put all your stuff down. Park. It's still going to be a lorry in this video, but video. It's too good. One of the best views of the heat. So I reckon we're about probably a short five miles in, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely fine. And uh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Ugh. That's it. Can't get out. That's it. That's it. He's cancelled. He's done. He's done it. He's done it. Oh. He's done it. Dusted. I have thought about taking a, uh, a, a a thermos of very sort of deering friendly dinner on for the Saturday, the race of science. Yeah. But then I think the food there is going to be great. Right. You know, they know I'm vegan. I don't need gluten free. And yeah. With the uh, with marathon experience, the other thing is, I reckon that when we come in in the afternoon, yeah. we want to eat. Would it be quite sort of fussy and grazy? Yes, yeah. Whereas come dinner time, that's when you really you're gonna want to eat. Oh, I'm going to have a yeah, I think so. A yeah. Bowl of pasta or whatever. It yeah, might be. yeah. Plus, you know that thermos is going to take up serious knapsack space. Yes. Particularly if I've got my. Uh, Crack open. Put my uh, son's Nintendo Switch in there. Crack open the wine about six. Yeah, do you think they can put the Mario Kart up on the big screen? <laughs> Mario! <laughs> I'm looking, hopefully we'll be able to bump into some run compodders. Oh, absolutely. That's what you hope, isn't it? We're going to. Although yeah. I'm saying right now, I'm not doing any Flimmin' Morris dancing. <laughs> We're just putting it out there. Yeah. That's not part of the recuperation that's not on process. My list. Yeah. This is about the most beautiful we've seen, Camberton House. Beautiful, yeah. It's incredible. It's glowing really in the sunshine. Nice in fact, come over here and we'll get a picture because it's like uh, going on a photo shoot. Kenwood House itself backlights you. And you look amazing. Stand next to me here and just wait to see yourself glow. Oh, look at your glow. 
So beautiful. They've got quite a lot of crap in the ground there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be quite funny if under one of these trees you just find a, an incredibly hungover <laughs> Nile Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I not in the hotel? No, no. You're in a bush. Pleased that it's soft underfoot on the uh, race of the stones because it makes a huge difference. Yeah. At the moment, to my tendon and general. That was one of my walkie bits yesterday. Right. I got a little bit lost around a village called Wigginton. Yeah. And I had to go up a steep, steep road, proper road, you know, tarmac road called the Twist. Right. And I just thought, right, walking on this. And it was, you know, it was serious. I had to. You know, when you're walking up a... It feels like it's at a 45-degree angle, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It obviously isn't, because you'd virtually fall off. But uh, that's the moment, isn't it, when you want to be walking? Is when, when you stop to walk, you realise... Yes. Oh, my goodness, I'm still... I'm glad I'm walking. I'm yeah. going up. Yeah, I mean, if the day... It'd be wonderful if the race at Stones weather is like it's been yesterday and today because yeah. it's been sunny, but yeah, cooler than it was before the weekend and clear, you know, the views from the Ridgeway yesterday were just ridiculous, a crispy clarity. Anything too sunny could be a bit of a problem. This, this would be about perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Got a plan for that. Need a hat yeah. for the to keep the head cool and light out the eyes and, and uh, extra morning magpies, two magpies. Um, hydration. Right. You know, just keep the and I think if we if we're running and we feel a stitch, as I was thinking last week, it's a real sign of if you want any sign of how the hot weather is changing the biochemistry of a run, a surprise stitch is always a good signal. Right. Do you have that experience? My yeah, wife had that so long since I've had a stitch. Yeah. On a really hot day. Right. She said, why have I got a stitch? I said, because it's hot. It's so long since I've had a stitch. Yeah. It's uh, something to look forward to. They're pretty debilitating. Yeah, they do take it out of you, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Pretty painful. It's a busy heath this morning. Yeah. Nice. Nice to see people trotting around. You can probably hear her. Gravelly feet. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I suppose even if it does rain a bit between now and the race of the stones, the nice thing about trail running in summer is the complete lack of mud. Yes. Yeah. Up in the woods on the tops yesterday, there's a couple of slightly wet bits of ground. So it's amazing that this is still wet now. I suppose there has been a bit of rain. Do you know how many people? Compete in the race of stones? No. Right. No, that's a good question. Because to find out, it'll be a few, won't it? It'll oh, be a yeah. few hundred, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it, starts, it starts in waves yeah, yeah. shows that they There's a don't want people to get too tangled up on the course. Yeah. And of course, there's people doing different things. There'll be some people doing the whole day. Setting off to get it all done in one go. Yeah. Some people only doing one section of it. Yes. And then, of course, the weekenders. Weekender. That'll be the big test for me. 
the next morning. Yeah, because there's just no way, you know, I, can, I might be able to, with a following wind, race, rest up, do a few long runs, get to the day and do a, do a 50k, you know, in one, but the starting of the next day. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Well, inevitably, there's no way. It's just too late to prepare for that. Yeah, but just, are you <laughs> going to try even the gentlest of runs tomorrow just to see how that feels? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I will do. Yeah, I've got that. I've got that sort of planned in a little bit. Yeah, to the extent that I can. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Uh, it was really nice this morning because it's just nice when you live into stuff you've got. Oh, look at this fantastic dog. Dulux. Old English sheep with yeah. puffy Dulux. Dulux dog. Looks positively fictional. Yeah. Although it also looks like it may have just puked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A happy thought indeed. <laughs> a Dulux puke. <laughs> oh, that's apple white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chocolate yeah. beige. Elephant breath. Highs <laughs> and lows. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the training importance of running on tired legs and I got up this morning and thought yeah I'll be running on tired legs and then I thought yeah and that's all yeah yeah I've got tired legs as long as it's as long as there's no yeah. pain as such acute yeah. pain well, in any also like any other kind of you know running on I don't know diminished spirits or yes. a, a massive blister or yes. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A, mass, a really weird muscular ache that I can't explain. Yeah, <laughs> just some tired Or legs. just not wanting to, you know. Yeah. Tired legs I can handle. Yeah. I suddenly realised this is that beautiful bit. This is really we nice. We just went to the woods outside the grounds of Kenwood and we can also, because of experience, we can even look forward to the fact that in a minute we'll be having a little walk. It's soft on the foot. It's lovely. Very nicely shaded. I'm going to get a picture of us running through these trees. It's going to be... Oh, God, I nearly fell over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's just just when you start to enjoy start it. Start to fiddle with your camera. You go over to it. I can, everything with the older, you know, flips lens at the moment is coming up really hazy and right. horrible because my phone's always in a sweaty pocket. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've only done that yoga a couple of times, but I already feel a bit of a difference. Yeah. She's so what, really. give us the uh, specific moves. Well, it's just loads of, like, lower back, sort of. There's a bit of... I don't really know know the moves. Is that one where you're on one foot and you lean forward a bit? Oh, yeah. Stretch your arms Do you kind out. of make a T-shape with your other leg? Yeah, there's a bit of that. Oh, that's a tough one. A bit of that going on. How's your balance? Can you pull that one off? My balance is actually quite strong. Yeah. I'm just... You know, my hamstrings are really tight. My lower yeah. back's really tight. I'm not flexible. But it's just a lot of work to open up my calves and get the, get the old glutes. Here we go. This get the old glutes work. flying. The... Uh, backs of my legs just to not because of injury or running just in general just so incredibly tight yeah and the, yesterday when i came back and stretched my legs out you did it one where you put your leg on something that's yeah. a little under waist height you know and get right, your leg yeah. out flat and stretch yeah. out the backs of your legs i can't my leg is not even close to straight right when i do that yeah it's just but it is just is it that downward dog where you get on your Sort of on all fours and then sort of make as nice a string up, as get, possible. Get, get a V, get as much of yeah, a V exactly. as possible. I find that pretty tricky, but that's a good stretch for yeah. You have to your hamstrings and calves. Ideally, you want to point your spine and and your. It's a good uh, avoiding the 
obvious yoga teacher would say your sacrum. Right. Just point them up towards the sky. Yeah. Like you're going to do a crackerjack. Right. <laughs> point your bottom towards the sky. And then if you're absolutely amazing uh, yogi, you can still, your feet will still be flat on the ground. Right, yeah. I'm nowhere near that. No, no. no. I, don't yeah. think, I think you've got to be a... Yoga's got to be your life yeah. for that to be the case. But, but there is, it's one of those positions where you can feel it when you access it. Yes. You can feel it, work. you can feel yourself doing it right. You, know? you immediately feel better just by doing a little bit, yeah, yeah. you know. And are you float getting any, do you do any flow with that? Because as a planker, yeah. I have some experience with the whole, uh, um, you know, sun salutation. Where you basically go from a, a, a plank into an upward facing dog. Right. So you can lift the front of your body and, and, and turn your there's face towards the sky. No, there's not much of that, no. Oh, it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's really difficult, but it's a lovely, um, it feels like the the uh, simplest version of a yogic flow right. is to go from a flat on the ground. You can do it with your tummy on the ground as well. You don't have to right. suspend yourself all the time. But the uh, hands on the ground, roll your face up towards the sky and then reverse it so you're kind of a triangle with your bum up towards the sky and then kind of ride back through it again, you know, right. sort of yeah, okay. dive and slide through it. So it's a lovely feeling. It's just that balance on yoga's right of being a... You say, oh, yeah, this makes complete sense and feels really nice. While simultaneously thinking, oh, yeah, this is nearly impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fall down. Keep breathing, keep breathing. <laughs> keep breathing. Keep breathing. A lot of hip stuff, a lot of trying to stretch out my hips. Yep. I think that um, some of the stuff Adrian said really stays with me as a real stiff yoga. It's keep breathing is, of course, you know, the steady breathing, breathe through it. We so often hold our breaths when we're yeah. trying to do nice exercise and yeah. just adding all this tension. But the other thing is find some movement. Right. When I used to plank, I just used to think that if I moved at all, I was wasting energy. Right. So the whole thing's like a solid, huge, static. long clench. Yeah. And she's, 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 she's if you're uncomfortable, find some movement. Just move find around within it. Yeah. And don't, you know. That's interesting. Yeah. And if, you, if it's difficult to find movement because you're in the middle of a, a tough pose, you know, it doesn't have to be much. It's just reminding yourself to be kind of present and loose. A bit flexible. It's kind of not clench the thing. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's just a, as simple as loosening up your face. Yes. I so often find when I'm doing exercises that I'm kind of, I don't know, biting my bottom lip or something, you know? Yeah. I just think, yeah. Growling. Shake it out and relax. Yeah. yeah. And now when I'm doing my plank, if I get um, halfway through and I'm, it's getting a bit difficult... I just kind of reset, and of course, it is. It's like a little stop when you're running. It's it like changes a, it a bit. I'm not yeah. stopping. I'm still yeah. planking. I just kind of take one elbow off off the ground, right. go into a bit of a, a little bit like a downward dog. Right. Just put my elbows back and yeah. start again. Yeah. But all within the plank, you know, it's like right. that feeling you get when you run up a hill and then run into run onto the flat, and you feel like you're having a break. Yes. But it's still within the run. I'm trying to keep up with my exercises. It just makes you feel strong. Yes, absolutely. Are you back on it now? Because you dropped them for a bit, didn't you? Yeah, not for long. Right. I had to ease back into them after I was ill. But I'm back up. And uh, the only thing that hasn't happened is I've never got back into my doing my plank five days a week. It's just finding the time for it when I'm not 
doing the other exercises, but I right. do the full exercises as previously described um, three times a week. And uh, I just really lean into it and make sure I can feel them because they just make me feel strong, you know. And uh, I've slightly slowed down. I do the floor work in the middle, which is uh, straight crunches and twisting crunches with right. push-ups in between. I, uh, I always do that to music. It's like the aerobics bit. Right. And I have slightly um, slowed it down. So you're doing it to classical music now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was listening to a remix and I actually had to look up what BPM it was because I was in a hotel room doing specifically exercising to Underworld's remix of Bjork's Human Behaviour. Right. And it's a bit more kind of mid-speed. And I got to the end of the workout and I was like, oh my God, that was a really good workout. Because <laughs> every crunch and press-up was just drawn, you know, it just it was more yoga, spending more yes. time in the... Yeah. Oh, I felt it real bad. And of course, so the other day when I was feeling quite fit, I was like, oh God, I have to do it at that speed now. So... It's just that thing. Again, it's the same thing as when you're doing physical exercises. You think where you find the quality. Simultaneously, you know how healthy it is and you know how hard it is. You know what I mean? This is the good the, stuff. It's part of the, uh, the, the sort of gentle mind shift we're making towards a longer event, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I always... Um, it's like less goal-directed for a bit. Yeah. I always do think of my plank as a... Is training for holding on, you know? Yeah. But again, it, yeah, it's less relevant now, really, because it's holding on kind of against the odds and to get to a finish line. It's quite a marathon mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think if we imagine ourselves doing a marathon from here in terms of ultra-marathon positive visualisation, you've got to imagine us running like this in a marathon, you know, very relaxed... Slow as we like, choosing our surfaces, stopping for wheeze and yes, to yeah. take photos and things. And then imagine yourself still feeling exactly like we do now on the embankment there. Yes. And again, yeah. getting to the finish line and saying, should we, uh, should we should do run tomorrow? home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then come yeah. back and do it tomorrow. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, let's run back to Blackheath <laughs> yeah. and sleep on the ground. Yeah. And then start again. Yeah, it's going to be... There's no, there's no escaping to my house sort of zen I try and get about it. It's going to be really hard. Yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no getting around it. Well, it's, I mean. For me. I, no, completely. It's I'm just saying, it's really, I can t talk and talk about what I've been, you know, I feel quite, I do feel quite zen about it. And, uh, you know, I just, I got there, you know, so I can say it to you and you can go, oh yeah, I hear that. But so many of these things, it's that classic thing of, they sound quite obvious as things we've said all along. But when you find them yeah. in life, you're like, oh. Feels you know, the feeling of yeah. just eating a normal amount of normal pasta last night between these runs. That's kind of like a moment, do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. It's like we said, it's, yeah. it's like we said it would be. <laughs> I just had a thought, what do you think about this? So, I don't know what Accrington Park Run's like. I think with my current form, as long as I take it easy around the end of this week, two weeks out, I can do a proper go for it park run on Saturday. Yeah. Maybe the week after, a week out from the Race of the Stones, I should come here to Hampstead Heath. Maybe, yeah. And do a, uh, do a, do a little hilly park run out of yeah. that locale. 
and, and, and within that, perhaps not try to go quite so fast. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be pushing it a week out. Yeah. I, mean, I think that I'm still, if I wanted to get 100 park runs in, look at this, it's so beautiful. Beautiful, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous today. Yeah, we're lucky. But of course it might not be like that when we do the race, it might be raining. Yeah, that would be a bit of a curveball, wouldn't it? Yeah, could happen. I think the um, important thing running in the rain is to is definitely to have a peaked cap. Right. Because it's so important to keep your head up. Yeah. I think over time, if it's really coming down, you, you, you just kind of protect your face and it throws and your gait right off. And then your neck gets yeah. stiff and you... Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've got... Um, Trying to get to, uh, yeah, I want to do 100 park runs on my birthday. And where are you at with that? I've still got, um, I've done like 84, 85. Right. Um, and when's and your I've birthday? November. End of November. Right. So I could still miss, like, I could miss seven more Saturdays and still make it. But of course, you, you don't never know when that's going to what's going to stop you so because events exactly so Dear it's, a good, it's, a, it's a good balance like when I got to concert the other day I was like wow that's okay but it's okay yeah. but you don't want it happening too often no exactly going uphill now you've already noticed a little silence yeah it's not a kind of it's not a walking hill though is well, it well this is exactly the kind of hill where I think we'll find at the race of stones some True ultra experts will say walk. Will be will be walking hills. Like yes, yeah, yeah. But I don't think on this one specifically. It's not wildly steep. Depends what kind really of depends what, what stage of the event. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I think I just haven't got the patience for it. If we walk this now, I know that. Yeah. That's another. That's another five minutes up there. Do you have any uh, knowledge of the course? Um. That you'd, that you'd care to share. No, I haven't done the review. With a combatant. No, the, uh, I, I've looked at the distance between the fueling stations. Yeah, that's... I'm that's going to... I will know the course before we do it, but I haven't done the review. It'd be good to have a look at it, wouldn't My it? My best knowledge of it so far is from our run. Yeah. I mean, dropping down off the back of Barbary Castle and climbing up again onto the Ridgeway. Beyond that... But that's right at the other end. It'd be nice to get a, f- a feel of the last. last. Be nice to get a feel of the last ten kilometres of each day, wouldn't it? And just yeah. Well, I say if you can try and remember the one bit of it that we've run is basically the finish. Right. The last. Yes. Last seven miles, maybe. I think we did when we. We ran down in the back end. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a. We ran 14, 15 miles, but that was from. Seven miles to the finish and back again. Right. So, let's which, go this way yeah, Which was beautiful, yeah. Oh, it's stunning. Yeah. And so spacious. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Let's remember, there's all kinds of things that are going to help us along. It's the most beautiful place. And the path to an invitation. And uh, they're hills you want to run up, you know. Yeah. Long, gentle hills leading to good places. And add to that the... The company and the sense of a different shape version of that forward motion you get from being part of a marathon, you know. How so, do you think? So if you uh, if you run it without going into the feed stations, it's less than 50k. 
Is that the idea? Yeah, probably. Uh, right. Only uh, fractionally. Fractionally, yeah, but just yeah. in terms of making sure you get your total kind of thing. Yeah. But also, I think the feed stations is a good. Oh, it's a good mindset for me. Are really significant. You yeah. know, to stop and fiddle with a bag and carry on or whatever, just the sense of chunking it down, not worrying too much. I was saying to my wife yesterday, I learned a lot from Ivo Graham, which I'm sure he'd say, oh, don't learn from me. I'd, you know, he knows how his running skill is very innate. Yeah. So he's very blasé about it, you know. But when he was doing that... Um, the 10 5 Yes. He was so relaxed in between them. Yeah. It was absolute... Um, uh, epiphany for me because yeah. I wasn't doing it I couldn't handle it you know he'd come running in off a 10k uh, 5k I was how is he running 5 10k's or 10 5k's 5 10k's I think right anyway he'd come in no wait no it was 10 5k's <laughs> yeah 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 10, um, 10 5k's which I think makes it feel a little bit easier yeah and in between each one when he kind of came into town and would see people and different people would join him and stuff he'd just stop and stand and chat yeah. Answer questions, do what you need to do, and then run on. Yeah. And that moment when he stopped, I was just like virtually made me panic. Right. It's like, I don't know how he's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've got my head around it. I think I, if I was doing that, I'd do the same. But, but that was a lesson to be learned for me. I'd well, been bobbing, bobbing on my knees or just going, oh, come on, come on. So he just stopped, and that was it. He just, just stopped. stopped and just stopped and started chatting. And not for that long. You know, yeah. we'd be, we're talking a few minutes. 90 seconds, two minutes. Right maybe five minutes and then off again you know yeah and of course that's fine I didn't have to have to learn it oh I uh, I might give you one in a bit I um, I got some of those uh, sour cherry Vela Forte chews oh. <laughs> they're almost like a posh truffle you'd have after dinner right <laughs> Uh, Cura. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, having said Just that, they have been in my pocket and my in my bum bag for kind of two straight sunny days. So they're probably slightly I'll sweatier than you'd want. I'll have. A, I'll, I'll get myself some water at the next. Yeah, all water. That's first. nice too. <laughs> so you're, so you're sort of about coming up to about thirty miles into your two-day. Yeah, I suppose I am. How far have we done today now? We'll have done about six and a half now, just me and you. Uh, but, uh, let's have a look. Let's do this thing exactly right. We are on... It was 2.6, wasn't it, when you met Yeah, I've run 9.3 today. Right. And I uh, ran... Yeah, so I'm just exactly just over 30 miles. Yeah. And I feel okay. Yeah. So that's half of it done. Yeah. It's just working on those percentages. That's the reason I want to do 22 and a half. Yeah. I felt like I'd done a 75% run out. Yeah. Because it's so easy. You know, when you go out and do a long and run sort of 10 miles or 13 miles, to then sort of laughingly go, point out to yourself what a tiny fraction of it that yes, is. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, let's walk up to the loo. Okay. I've got another hill to walk up here, which you can talk up. Okay. Pop into the, yeah. the uh, Hampstead Heath stations. Do you think they'd have laid out a load of uh, flapjacks and bananas <laughs> in the toilets for us? If it's Hampstead Heath, they might have done, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It's a nice place. So, what do you think after this, like, round sort of half? Uh, we've done a bit of a figure eight because it came across the middle, but right. we could kind of complete a figure eight of the Heath and then, and then go back. Go back. Is yes. that yeah. what you want to be doing? Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. All right then.
It's lovely, yeah. It's so beautiful. I'm not hurting, which is great. Yeah. And then you sort of, the bits of the body that would start to hurt because I was compensating for the bits of the body that did hurt aren't hurting either. Oh, that's really so that's interesting. Good. That so is you're really good. you've improved your gait. Yes. So you're working, so you're sidestepping the referred pain. Just a bit more natural. Yeah, that's really good news. Progress. Hey, listen, I'll have a sip there. Do you okay, want cheers. Some? Thank you. Help cheers. yourself. Um, let's go that way. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking it is really interesting the old, the old game of uh, different ways of chunking it down. Yeah, I really uh, set great stock by that. But the trouble is, it is it's not so much overriding the central governor as gaming the subconscious mind. Right. Because we do work on basic patterns, you know? Yeah. A good example is the long run to the park. I had a run like this the other day. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, just, oh, I think it was when we went out and I said it to you. Just like start running a long way and then we start our run. It's very easy to think, oh, I'm at the beginning of the run now. Yeah. And totally forget the previous miles, however many there were. Yeah. You know, Newcastle, t Townmore Park Run is the example. When I did 10 hilly miles, to the start. got to the park run and just forgot about them. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a trick because I didn't really forget about them. I know I'd done them later. Yeah. I wasn't going as fast as I would have been. Yeah. But in that moment, they were gone from my mind. And I was just thinking then, as you, first of all, I hadn't thought to see how far we'd gone or, or you know, it just wasn't in my mind. But um, I think I'm very much geared up to kind of two hour-ish, 10 mile chunks. Right. Which is, that, that feels like a, a natural slice of running. Yeah. And of course that's not, that's not the race of stones. We need quite a few of those. Yes. But on the other hand, it's... The five. It's, I mean, I think normally, I think, I think basically I've extended to that from, uh, from a six, seven mile, 10K-ish, hourish chunk. Yes. I've, I've sort of doubled it up, you know? Yeah. And uh, it just doesn't feel like I'd even look at my watch until then. You know, I did that yesterday. I ran through the hills, looked at the map, went here, went there. Yeah. Got to this hill, went up it. And when I got to the top, I thought, oh, I see what I've done. Right. And I'd run just under 11 miles. I've been running for two hours. That's great. And it was just... It was just the first time I'd even thought of it. Yeah. So that's what you want, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. If you're yeah, going to yeah. chunk it down, you, know, you just want the chunks to be as big as possible. Yeah. I mean, do you think you'll stop at every feeding station, every 10k? Um. Or might there be one where you think I oh, will just keep going, sort of thing? I think that the. The subtext on all of this, you know, the feeding stations, running with you, me talking about looking at the map and stuff. The subtext is that I'm going to want to carry on running. Yeah. It's yeah. the way I work, you know? Yeah. I'm going to start running and keep running. Yes, yeah. Um, and I'll be minimizing stops and breaks, morning magpies, and, uh, and uh, being strict with myself to take them, you know? So, yeah, I think if I got to a feeding station and I was feeling a bit tired and I didn't need any food or drink, particularly as I remember, I'll, be have, I'll have food and drink. Yes, with you. Like right yes. now, I'm carrying water. Yes, yeah, yeah, you've got things that you need loaves, to. Yes. Like this. Um, That's sort of what I mean, really, because I'm sort of wondering, I might not bother carrying and just use the 10Ks, you know. Yeah, well, I think I see that. I mean, again, this is something you talked about a few weeks ago, and it made me go, oh, my God, I just couldn't imagine it. Yeah. But, of course... You're not 
as fussy an eater as me. No. <laughs> but, and also, you've got, you are fussier about carrying stuff. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. You love to I love not carrying, yeah. Whereas I've, you know, you, it's, uh, people should be really uh, grateful at the fact that you Don Bumbeck a microphone for this. Yes, because I don't you're like the pure runner. You don't like to, don't like to carry You don't much like carrying your car key. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I gradually have equipped myself with a, a rig. <laughs> a shopping basket. You know, so <laughs> Items, yeah. I mean, uh, right now, you know, I don't need anything. Yeah. And I'm carrying three different receptacles of water, a small towel. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My phone, which has also got access to two different bank accounts. Yeah. An Oyster card, a, a house key and cash. I really shouldn't say that in case anyone nicks my phone. And uh, and so on, you know. Yes. And um, yeah, really. Use, um, it doesn't feel like I'm wearing anything really. That's just my rig. You say my thing. That look at this dog. Yeah. <laughs> what a laugh. So don't do that. that that's a real good way to waste its, energy on the rest of the stone. Swinging its own lead around. Ultra runners will back me up on this. <laughs> if something's dangling off you, and you chase after it spinning for as long as possible, <laughs> with a big grin on your face. That's probably going to wear yourself out of it. But yeah, like I was saying about the salt pills the other day, you know, I really have to persuade myself to eat or drink anything, really. My natural state as a runner is kind of in, entirely separate to my natural state as an ingester-digester. Right. You know? Yeah. I would wake up, okay, drink coffee, um, I don't like eating at all before running, really. No, no. Or during. It's going to be a bit of a, a necessity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the opening 10Ks when you might not even feel like it, but just to... Yeah. Because you know well, you're going to need it for the last guy, 10 miles. in concert who'd been listening to the show said to me, you'll be all right, you know, if you did... You, I did, I think he'd done a 70 miler and he didn't feel like he'd done... He was paranoid about how many training miles he'd done, you know. Right. And then when he got there, it felt very possible. And, you know, generally just being really upbeat about it. But he said, the one thing is, just keep eating. Yeah. And it's really hard for me. I don't want to. But I yeah. have, on the other hand, I have made my peace with it, you know. Right. I, I can, basically, I know that if I'm running steady and this kind of pace then you know if you handed me a ham sandwich it's got to be corn ham obviously yes yeah, yeah I'd yeah. be able to I could eat it it's easily said whereas if you'd handed me a ham sandwich during the Brighton Marathon I'd have laughed in your face you might as well say swallow this house brick <laughs> you know it's just not going to happen I'm just going to have a go now <laughs> alright so I'm not going to have any of this because that's your one I'll have I'll oh, sorry about that I feel I've uh, no, it's a good idea. besmirched it works well that thing about chunking uh, things down, tricking your brain. Yeah. I've talked about it before, and I think if you don't think about it that way, it's really hard to describe it. So it's surreal, but it's so obvious to me. The songs I use to plank. Right. Like, you know, I try loads of different long songs I like, and then gradually, hardly any of them work. And it's because, and I, didn't, I didn't even realise this, because when you don't know a song well, you don't necessarily see the structure. Yeah. But they're all songs that go with the old-fashioned structure. They kind of go verse, chorus, verse, chorus, other bit, chorus. And if the performer manages to take six minutes to do that, 
then that helps. Then I kind of fall for it. Right. Because somewhere at the base of my brain, I'm thinking, well, it's just a song. Climbing this little kind of... It's not just a ladder, it's a really simple ladder, you know, a sort of... Should we, four, go, around the, should we go around the grass? Oh, good idea. Four, yeah. five-rung ladder. And you're there, you know. And I didn't know this. I, this, I flanked to uh, George Michael's Freedom 90, Common People by Pump. Pump? Pump. Pump. <laughs> um, uh, Donna Summer's I Feel Love. And... Uh, Stone Roses, Love Spreads. Really quite different songs, but they all do this. They all go, here's the beginning, here's a verse. Oh, Between the Wheels by Rush. Yeah. Here's a chorus. Here's something else. Here's First another chorus. Yeah. And then, oh, we just get into the third chorus. Oh, I just, of course, I've been playing that <laughs> four and a quarter minutes. Yeah. And that is, it's all different versions. There's a thing principle, isn't it? It's that we have, <laughs> our systems are all very efficient and very hard to change, but they're also very simple. So if you read them right, you can work around them. Would you like a uh, sour cherry truffle or a uh, bit of a malt loaf? No. Do you want to try? Yeah. No, I want to. My stomach's sensitive this morning anyway, so I want to. Did you. Uh, I wanna it's Tuesday it. today. Yeah. Did you do anything? What did you do on Sunday? Were you still away? I was in Oslo. That was the thing. It was, it was up early. Oslo gig. So I got back yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, there wasn't there was a little bit of moderate drinking, not low. Yes. I've been drunk for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to get drunk between now and the. That's my thing. I'm not saying I'm not going to drink, but I'm not going to get drunk. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and I'm, on, on most days I won't drink. I just have to be realistic. Julie's party's on the on the second. Well, moderation is but, more difficult and more important than uh, yeah. complete abstemiousness. But I think that. Um, but you can't be doing like a three-day hangover. No, <laughs> you know I can't be doing that. How about you? What well, yeah, you? I did. I did two weeks off, no drinking at all, which was a big, big one for me. I don't think yeah. I've done that long without drinking since before lockdown, probably. Right. Or, okay. Maybe I have, but you know, yeah. it's harder for me now than it would have been, which is why it's good to do it. I think. But um, and felt good. You know, irritatingly obvious. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. benefits from the start. Yeah. But the funny thing about that is. Two straight weeks and heading for this, you know, training pinnacle we're on now. Yeah. Sunday was Father's Day. Yeah. And uh, and also my wife, I was away and came back on Sunday morning. And my wife had this project. She was doing the uh, Great S- Exhibition Road Festival, which is uh, like a, a museum-related fate uh, science fair thing yeah. down by in Kensington, you know, by uh, Natural History Museum. That sounds good. Yeah, she was doing activities there, which she had to, you know, it was like a one-off that she helped some students and people to provide and devise. You know, it was a big project and that was the end of it. It was two yeah. straight days of being there all the time. Anyway, long story short, you get to Sunday night, Father's Day, she's finished this project. We're having a drink. There's a sense of relief about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My kids gave me a San Miguel glass yeah. for Father's Day, knowing how much I love the stuff. Right. So, so here's me, two weeks sober, going into a 40 mile, 48 hours. It's really Not only did real. I... Really tempting. Drink a four pack of San Miguel. Don't you run around the chuck really as fast t- as you can. It's, no, it's really tempting to just get on just to annoy the bloke yeah. and then run off again. <laughs> Maybe he's not there. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I reckon he will be. Let me get, uh, what do you reckon? 
Oh, he's, he's there. He's always there somewhere. Let me get you in front of him. You're doing your tempted face. See that? It does look in this lovely weather. We've never been on there in that nice weather. He wants it. He wants it. He wants to run on it. No. No, Paul. Get off my land. Uh, the comedian. We're training for ultra, couldn't resist the track. He hasn't really been training at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's always uh, running as fast as... Bolted uh, the track and started sprinting for 200 metres, have it? <laughs> <laughs> he pissed and broke both his legs. Now being beaten up by... Uh, yeah, yeah, dislocated his pelvis. <laughs> but still determined to do Race of the Stones again. Very, very you, man. <laughs> Come from inside the uh, utilitarian 1930s building. Now beating Tompkins. <laughs> With you a have stick a, a sniper on the roof <laughs> of the administrative building of the track. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one on the track. There's no one at all. Let's do the rest of our run on the track. Just round and round. Can you imagine? Well, that's what pe- people do the 24. Imagine doing a 24 hour run on the track. I think I'd. Just I don't, round and round. I don't. Just get used to it. I'm mentally strong enough for that. I don't mean yeah, It's sort of mental disengagement, isn't it? It's yeah. a tough one. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. I've had that, you know, like when I've had. They change directions after 12 hours, don't they? It's not enough. No, it's not enough. No, it's not. It's not. No, huge respect. It's the same as people who are comfortable in their running in their own company with their own thoughts. You know, I need. I got my head spins. My brain spins far too much for that. Yeah. Oh, it drove me wild. Um. I was saying, so yeah, not only did I put away some lager on Sunday, although I did, you know, I didn't, I didn't have too much. You know, right. It was within, again, it was within my power. Yeah. I wasn't really hungover yesterday. Yeah. I've been eating lightly carb loading, but sensibly. Yeah. And I did drink less than I would some Sundays, and just I could handle it. Progress. Yeah. Growing up. But the other thing is, that we Here tried we are a new. Growing up. We tried new. Uh, Indian takeaway on Sunday night. Nice food. It's quite good. Right, okay. And uh, only quite good. Nice treat. It was really some of it was really hot. Right. And I had some uh, definitely had some fresh chili burn yesterday morning. Right. On all fronts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was like, oh god, this is a ridiculous thing to have done before this run. Ring of fire. Again it was okay, so uh, this hill gets steeper, doesn't it? Right. So, so I think we'll half run, half yeah, walk. Yeah, you choose the point when we go into because a walk. it's Because uh, it's concrete as well, so yeah. I'm running on the soft surface. Well, it's tarmac. Yeah. You know, it's not quite as hard no. as concrete. No. I do think that's part of the difficulty of the New York Marathon is a lot of the roads you travel on there are made of concrete. Right. And you, it's, so, it's such a runner's thing. To be different. To perceive it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The softness Ridiculous. of the softness of fresh tarmac. Yeah. Yeah. It's lush. The joy of it. See that shady tree on the right? Last tree on your right. Yeah. We're gonna walk from there. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Shady Tree is the name of the comedian character in the James Bond film Diamonds Are Forever. Take my wife. That's really good. I giggled him once. Oh, yeah. We did a weekend at Bistro Live in Leicester. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Shady Tree and Kitty Flanagan. Exactly. Great days. Right, here we go. Yeah. <sighs> Hands straight to the hips. Yep. Hands, hips. Right. Striding on. 
walking up the hill. Woo! Yeah. Hotter today. It is hot. It's hotter now, isn't it? The heat's really come up. Yeah. Yeah. Still quite early as well. That's another thing. That's something that I want to train for, but I don't know how much chance I'll get. Realistically, yeah. Because I really need. I think the sort of pretty much the minimum I need before I run. And sometimes I can do it in an hour, but I need an hour and a half. Between waking and going to and going to going for a run. Yeah. I've been to the doctor about my digestion. Right. Nothing to worry about. And they also don't really know how to fix it. So I've got this raft of, right. you could try this medicine. Yes, yeah, you yeah. You could send us a sample, Jesus. Nice, yeah, yeah. Get, you know, you'll get a letter. Yeah. Which mean that in six months you can meet a dietitian. Dietitian who's going to start with a bit so of paper long. that says, Do you know, it's really bad to eat crisps all day. It's yeah. like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You we know. know all this, yeah. And the fact is that... Is there any foods that, that don't suit you or what? Or is it just a kind of time of day thing? Sort of? Well, it's, it's both. Yeah. It, in, it basically, my digestion is what it is, but it's still affected the way anyone's digesting this, you know what I mean? Right. So it's worse. If I have loads of fresh vegetables and or loads of lager, yeah. then it's worse. Yeah. But when I don't... I find booze really irritates the stomach lining or yeah. something yeah. goes on, yeah. And the other thing is... That's uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, little tangent here. Paul always remembers to start running again when we're walking up hills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think some point in the race, the sun's going to get to the top hill and just keeps jolling along. Yeah. Yeah. And go, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Supposed to be running. Um, yeah, it has the times of day. Like, first thing in the morning, last thing in the night. At the night, as we say. Yeah. Um, I always think, oh, I really need to go to Lewis. I can't. Right, okay. It's, uh, okay. It needs time to sort itself out. And similarly, this is it, you're getting all the detail now. I wake up in the morning and wait, drink coffee and try and get to the point. You know? Wait, wait, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. When it is time to go, it feels great and can be, you know, it's my healthiest, best chance to have a yeah. normal person's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yet, no matter what happens, no matter how I feel, it's not the end of the story. There's always more. We need time to go twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with these issues. Yeah. I mean, I feel absolutely fine. It's very, um, it's very late in the digestive pro- process. You know. Yeah. I'm going to live. I'm eating good food. I'm healthy yeah. as you like. It's all about the final production system. The problem <laughs> is if you don't. You're kind of that phase of like not wanting to be stressed with it, so you don't eat enough. So then you end up just feeling a bit empty with everything. Yeah, you know? that's that's really not an issue right. for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I lost a uh, I lost a couple of pounds. I weighed myself last week. Yeah. And I was the lightest I had been probably since Christmas. Right. I just think it's super high mileage because it will be. Yeah. I always eat roughly the same stuff, and uh, yeah. And you know, I really feel like the that even that even more than that, the uh, plant-based intermittent fasting thing means it's just a really steady system. You know? Yeah. And I feel really good about it. But um, yeah, well now I finally shared all the detail. But yeah, it was a bit. You know, you've got to check it. Isn't anything serious, haven't you? Of course. Yeah. And then you've got to get into any a dialogue with the NHS, which 
these days it's always easy because yeah, yeah, they've, yeah. they've got like almost unlimited resources. Yes, yeah, yeah. Particularly yeah. for so much time people for kind of who haven't, yeah. who aren't in emergency situations. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have a few questions. Just moderate problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we started watching a series last night that we missed the first time around called Bodies, by, written by Jed Mercurio. Yeah. About 2006. Was it, was it with Max Weasley? Max Beasley. Beasley. And uh, just really, really good. Just full of actors that you that you know in every part, like a masterclass in like yeah. UK screen acting, television yeah. actors. <laughs> just really good hospital drama. Just absolutely loved it. About malpractice in the NHS. Yeah. Just really great stuff. That's an old one. You just got yeah. went back to it. Yeah. Never saw it the first time round. Yeah. Nice. We watched Stranger Things 4. I, I haven't watched Stranger Things at all. Yeah. Good things? It's I've a heard good, good one things. To, for the family to share. Right. Because we all like it. Yeah. But it was a little bit of a disconnect this time because the kids were excited. My daughter was really keen. And uh, I wasn't around. And it's never... My wife's not as keen on fancy, really. Right. And this is quite nasty. It's quite Is it right? Okay. And she's not keen on that either. Right. You know, some real gleeful um, body destruction. Right, okay. In Strange Things 4 from quite early on. Yeah. But, yeah, and it's a... I think it's good. I think it keeps the curve. The good thing about it is there's loads of um, proper story. Right, okay. It's like a proper kind of mystery. It's kind of and like, is, it, is it kind of like sort of Spielberg pastiche kind well, of thing going on? Is it? It started out they're very Spielberg, Spielberg and Stephen King. Right. Are their start points? Right. Okay. I think they're a bit further from that. It's a little bit more like, uh, I mean, uh, various eighties tropes, and also trying to be like itself. Okay. But it's good at being like itself, like proper, not just. You know, you feel like when they try and us be self-referential, they really understand what they've got. They're not just pushing the buttons the fan wants, fans want to see pushed. Okay. You know? Proper callbacks. I've heard good things about it. It's really high-quality stuff. Yeah. It's quite uh, disparate now compared to where it began. It was like a right. one simple story in one location. And this is lots of people in lots of different places. Cool. But they're good. They do a good job of introducing new characters they don't they're not shy to really go for it you know when you meet a new character right they know they've got they go like full throttle five minutes for them to get up to speed with these people with the already dozen strong cast yes. you know? yeah so they're just slamming really hard good stuff i have also issues with it which is that i studied up on the first three series I mean, I must have seen it four times. All oh, right. Okay. Revising for Mastermind. Right. Okay. Which in terms, I'm sort of a little bit burnt out on it. Yeah, you're a bit of a. And that in turn expert on it was very much woven in. The first time I studied up on it was literally between my dad dying and his funeral. So you know, it yeah. takes me to a weird place. It's a bit. It's a bit triggering. Exactly. Yeah. Which in turn, it's hard for me to say to the kids. Like, when are you going to watch it? You want to watch it all together? It's like, well, it's really uh, triggering my grief. <laughs> Are you um, slightly worried that you might get a bit triggered by the event? No, not really. I think I think it's the reverse. I think I right. think of myself as being quite emotionally illiterate, and I'm quite enjoying accessing these memories and things. You know, right, right. 
Especially electric, it's strong. So it help, if anything, it helps you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. nice to access this stuff. Right. I mean, my dad himself was, he was absolutely wonderful. And I loved him, but he was very uh, stoic. Yes, yeah. You know, obviously, you're a classic dad. We didn't spend much time sharing. So to put myself in a position where I'm kind of using memories of us just having a laugh, doing day-to-day stuff is He's good. It's as close as I'm going to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's nowhere I can go back to and remember that time we had a hug and a cry together. Yeah. Because we didn't... It just didn't work. Didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So we're coming up through the sort of far end of the heath now. Yeah, we've done a good job on the heath. It. Yeah. We're definitely using our slightly more advanced knowledge to be able to improvise a figure of eight on the heath without getting lost. Yeah. We couldn't have done that a year ago. Yeah. Well, have I been presumptuous? Now yeah. We're about to run back into uh, Kenwood. Yeah. Just getting to... And then I left those beautiful trees we enjoyed not so very long ago. And are you uh, experiencing any loss of function? No. Right. No, no. I can feel it in my... My ankles, right? Just use. Yeah. I've been wondering about new shoes. Yeah, I've been thinking about the shoes. I was going to get some last week, and I didn't get the chance. They're getting closer and closer. I really want to try. You know, I don't want to wear them in, and I'd be really fussy. I mean, obviously, they'd be long-distance trail shoes, so you'd expect them to be, to some extent, firm, but. I love a soft, light shoe. Yeah. I don't want anything too planky. So, um, this is uphill, isn't it? Yeah. So, I love a, uh, these are the ones I got for Brighton, basically, a Nike, Nike Pegasus. And I love them. But really, doing a marathon in them is taking them too far. Yes. And yeah, they're not yeah. brand new anymore. I know, I know, so I need to think about that. You know, but I've loved them. I mean, I did that running them yesterday and they felt great. So basically, I've got about 72 hours to find another to pair of shoes that basically yes. feel the same as these, but are actually going to take like care the, of me. I like these ones that I'm wearing. Well, I might just buy innovate? a new pair of them. I don't, I don't even know what they are. <laughs> they're sort of a name that I've never heard of, but they're really not that much cushioning, but my foot feels well supported. Yeah. But I can feel the ground a bit underneath them. Yeah. Uh, and it's coin- me wearing it's coincided with a period of just not being so injured. Yeah. So I trust them. Maybe I don't need as much. Maybe my foot moves too much for cushioning, and it I think the leads to problems. You know. For me, uh, listening to you talk about it, the things that sing out feel like different stuff. It's like you say, these shoes and your the lack of referred pain. Yeah. The way you're not, your injuries aren't begetting injuries. Well, I mean, there were a couple of weeks ago. It's just something's changed a bit. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. This way. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, it's funny the body, isn't it? But I think the other thing is, I'm totally and deliberately repeating myself. I think with absolute care and uh, watching out and possibly not running very far at all, 
I think after today, psychologically, it would be really good for you if you get out again tomorrow. Yes, I think so. Because that's the one thing you haven't been doing. No, I think I'm going to, I'm going to try, yeah, without I hurting think, myself. I just, think just do 30 minutes or something. Yeah, and I think if you feel good at the end of today, it should be fine, you know. I think yes, you'll be I pleasantly so, yeah. surprised. But I yeah. think it will just draw the sting of the fear of that second day. I think so, yeah. There's a, a, there's a bit of that plan for when I'm in Devon as well. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's essential that I get used to it yeah. a little bit, yeah. The other thing you can do in Devon is a little bit of the old soft sand running. Yeah. That's quite good. Get the feet gentle working. yet difficult yeah. training. Yeah. Do you know what I don't like? I'd be slightly worried about if you have any long periods of on the race of the stones. Is um uh, sideways camber. Right. I'm running on a path that's diagonal that yes, way. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that if I do that, that, that can do your head in after a while. Well, you've got to blow my knees and ankles. Well, yeah, you've got to, you've got to you've got to swap cambers. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You can't just run on one side or whatever. You've got to try and mix and match as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's to be. Uh, Simon Day's uh, walk. Uh, Simon Day's. Um, a uh, history expert character on the fast show used to say, oh, it's, it's a particularly headfirst camber. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Day, eh? Yeah. What are they doing now, all those guys? Yeah. What's Simon Day? That's the thing. It was a, I tell you, it was a real joy to see Dara at the weekend. I haven't yeah. seen him for years. Yeah. Obviously, he's been... Gigging and, and, and big for years and years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. him and Michael were talking on the plane. And well, how long has Dara been hosting What the Week? Ages and ages. Yeah. I mean, he do, he was, Michael was chatting about seeing, watching him doing Parkinson at like 2003. Yeah, yeah. He's been at the top of the game for years and years. Yeah, yeah. And such a joy to see his stand up in Norway. He had loads of local stuff, loads of local jokes because he, he gigs there all the time. Yeah. Uh, also Weird. funny uh, because he's someone who, when he broke through, used to joke about seeing seeming old for his age. Yes. So yeah, he's really yeah. grown into himself. Absolutely. He's yeah. almost the, exactly the same age as me, Darren. And I remember when we were both thirty. Yes. You know, I was like, you know. He was like preternaturally. Like, yeah, yeah. Preternaturally old. Yeah. yeah. He's like sort of. That's part of his strength that he's, he just looks like a normal bloke it's like it's like the, the uncle at the party who's yeah 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 real mad exuberance to his performance really bright but really silly as well yeah, fast fast Lots he works off tempo a lot yeah but he really stormed it he had a great gig he's, he's just a very impressive comedian he really yeah. is and sean walsh is really really strong michael's fab he was good fun you know yeah all right love. It's good fun for those, because those, you know, the bigger you get in this industry, the less you gig with other people. Yeah, yeah. So for Mike and uh, Dara, it's just nice to hang around backstage and chat about all that Edinburgh and stuff. You know, from a basic level. Yeah. When I I went on tour, so this give me amazing. And then it's just you. So lonely. Alone backstage. I found it really lonely being on tour. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really enjoy it. Hey, uh, dear listeners, do spread the word. You know, we're still trying to get famous enough to go on the uh, Tonks and Deering tour. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. happen. Yeah, it well, uh, happen. yeah, I wouldn't be lonely if it was me and you did. No, that's right. Not to mention all you. That would be 
you know, it'd be a running and performing tour, so it could really work. Running. It's just a feeling like there'd be a dozen of us. Yeah. A dozen <laughs> of us in every town, yes, but yeah. still <laughs> yeah, yeah. a dozen of us. Running around the country. There'd be no arenas. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> village halls, a tour of the village halls. Yeah, small village Which halls. would be pleasant. Some of the smaller followed village by halls. A, followed by a run. Yeah. So yeah, we're coming the back way down to, to Kenwood now. It's nice. We've got that. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's that feeling of being on the way back. It's very uh, slightly confusing because it feels like we've finished. Yes. We really, we, but no, we haven't. We no. haven't, have we? No. But then we're about to come past Kenwood. Then our little. We're more than halfway. Connection yeah. back to Highgate Wood is quite a good trick, isn't it? Yes. It's quite. A, it's like a shortcut in a computer game. So how come that gets to there? No, you know what it's like. It's like the shortcut in IKEA. Right. You know, when you go through and skip a whole department. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, I think I'm parroting Pete Perfidis there. I read, uh, I've been looking forward to Pete Perfidis' book for a long time. Yeah, you read it recently, didn't you? I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I'd asked for it and got The Greek. What's it called? Take me to the, what's it called? Broken Greek. Broken Greek, yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, I think, I was saying to my wife, you should read it, you'll really enjoy it. But on the other hand, anyone would, it's really good. But it really spoke to me. Um, because? Just uh, generationally, music, yeah. music as an expression of life. Yeah. What it was like to, in the 70s, to try and fit in, even as you felt yourself being a bit different, you know. Yeah. I don't know, it was just excellent. And uh, he writes beautifully. He writes beautifully about stuff. Yeah. And writes beautifully about music and the connection between the two. Yeah, he's a sensitive soul, isn't he? Absolutely. And I was really... Yeah. I didn't see him at the Stokey Lit Fest. It was partly deliberate because I was embarrassed I hadn't read the book yet. Right. But I was really gutted because he was doing an event just before me in the Mild Main. He had Katie Mello come and sing and it was right. quite a big yeah, deal. Yeah, nice, yeah. Got in on that. But now I've read the book. I was so impressed with it. I've gone up a, up a step in terms of awe. Right. I think if anything, I'm going to be more embarrassed yeah. and less uh, even-tempered when I meet and talk to him. So I've blown it, really. So thanks, Pete. It's been great. Yeah. <laughs> Love the book. Our non-relationships going to continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, Caitlin's... A brilliant writer, not that social either herself. No, no. She's a well, I think they've very much found their own paths, haven't they? Yeah. And it's nice to see people like that be so very successful, you know, really. Yes. To just go completely go another way. Yeah, yeah. And, and see results. Yeah, she, she was, uh, obviously she did tell you near the start of her career, but described it as going to a party that you're not really, that you don't feel you've been invited to. Yeah. Which is something I can relate to as well. It's just oh, absolutely. you either feel comfy there or you don't. That's right. And that she's got a writer sensibility. Yeah. And she's a, f a fantastic writer. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. And I think that um, one of the lovely things about Peter Fees, but which he uh, doesn't hammer home, he doesn't really hammer anything home. That's the thing. It's got right. a nice journalistic feel where. He just presents it and we come hither see quality, it, yeah. You know, and uh, I just think, uh, well, yeah, but you made that sound sexier than yeah, <laughs> um, lie down with me, for a <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I felt like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 
But uh, it's just the fact that he was always going to um, review music, you know? Yes. And it's so funny because that you're obviously deep in the music and the relating to it and expressing yourself through it is so close to my mindset and who I am. And yet, there's something fundamentally modern magpie, it's fundamentally different because he never talks anywhere about daydreaming about playing it. Yes, yeah, yeah. To this just day, total fandom. Yeah. If I hear a record, yeah, but also like a more than fandom, he's a student of it. Right. You know, he knows who did what, when and why. Right. You know? Yeah. Whereas I'm a student of it, but I'm a student of what's happening on the instruments. And I listen to a start by the jam. I just imagine covering it. Yeah. You know, in a very literal way, I'm thinking, well, I could phone so-and-so and so-and-so and we'll set up a gig on, right. <laughs> you know, on this date. Yeah. And we'll play these songs. That's literally how my mind has worked all my life. I think uh, it's probably time to, yeah. to let go of that. Because sometimes I think that these days, I think that when I choose records for the Running Tracks Radio Hour and think about them and talk about them, I think, right, let's see, that's, that's a better, it's a healthier outlet for the same thing. Didn't have to phone anyone up. Right, yeah. Didn't have to set up a drum kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, having said that, these days, my uh, stand-up act is more Should me playing my music than ever before. Right. So, you know... And just basically, selfishly, looking at his book and seeing what I can do, uh, what I can learn from it about myself. Yeah, well, well, that's what we're doing all constantly, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I think this this hill warrants a walk. Do you think? It's oh a yeah, absolutely, steep? absolutely. Of course, the uh, hills that warrant a walk will probably change gradient the longer the run progresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about, is that, that sense of never getting there. Imaginary hill. Yeah, it's like that the downhill <laughs> thing. When you're running downhill, it gives you that sense of joy and a sense of, you know, a very gentle hill where you're not fighting at all. You're just... Just flowing down just with it. Just physics being slightly tipped in your favour. Yeah. And you run down the hill, it's not like you're running at all. And when you're doing that, you just can't imagine those times when you're too tired for that. Yeah. And yet they're always going to come. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that on that... Um, Canal canter. Yeah. Getting to the little downhills at the, uh, at the locks and things. And just thinking, I just want to not run. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got us on the wrong side of the fence there. Oh dear. The man in the giant the car chase car. Moving across. This man. We're coming out. Okay, disappointed with us. Cheers, bro. Sorry, wrong side of the fence. <laughs> nice phone box. Still works. So across, let's cross. So yeah, we're off out of Kenwood House and Grounds and uh, heading back across the Highgate, across in this direction, slightly downhill I think, so that's nice. Are we going to do Queenswood? Uh, I think so. Do you think, can yeah, you do good. that? you feel okay for that? Oh, I'm okay for it. We can right. do the slightly like we would normally do, the slightly shorter side, you know, keep right okay. and climb up yeah. to the, the terrace. Go that way. Yeah, I mean, I'll have finished, I'll have done about two and a half hours of movement. Oh, that's, sort of what I was, that's sort of what I was after, really. When we stopped down the bottom of, um, is that right? Yeah, this is it. Oh, not paying attention. Sheldon Avenue always makes you think of when Home and Sally. Yeah. 
Sheldon, you, it's not, not good for... He's good for your tax return. <laughs> if you need dental work, Sheldon's your man. But humping and bumping, no. It's the name. Love me, Sheldon. Give it to me, Sheldon. Write Sheldon. me big. Sheldon. <laughs> um, you were saying when we stopped at the bottom of... Oh, yeah, when you, we had a little wee break at the other end of the heath, I looked at my watch and it was uh, 11. Yes. It was pleasingly early in the day. Yeah. Because that's the thing, as I say, yesterday I was planning on being out. I mean, I was running from Chesham, so I had to get there. I was still planning on running away at nine. And, uh, yeah, it was 10.15 by the time I ran away. Right, so and, still uh, in the morning, yeah. Yeah, and but today, I started running at half eight. Yeah. And didn't really notice. It's just really nice to be able to turn around at mid to late morning and think, You've done a lot of a, running. I still feel fine, so it can kind of dismiss that first phase. Yeah. And B, there's still a, there's a lot of day ahead of me, you know. But I, my daughter, my, who is... You know, even as we speak, well, actually, here's to it. I hope she's finished because she was doing her she's final the end, history GCSE. And history is her subject. So you think, oh, oh, that's great. That means she'll do great. But no, it means the pressure she's been the putting on herself up, yeah. to really, and her, her ex, you can't get her to manage her expectations for herself. You know, she's been revising all the time for weeks and just going, I haven't done enough. I don't do enough. You know, no, no, that natural thing we do where we set what we've got, what we've achieved at naught. Right. She yeah. doesn't ever reverse that, you know. She'll have done these huge GCSEs. But I, I remember that, though. Sort of the subjects that you're really good at, you really want to nail those. Yeah, so. and it hurts yeah. when you don't feel completely on top yes, of it. Of course, yeah. there's always going to be a question that makes you think, oh, God, I don't know what this is. Yeah. You know, but... She'll do fine. She's does great. Is that the last one sort of today, is it? No, she's got two more after today. Right. And it's been going for weeks. Right. But I think this is a bit of a... This is a bit of a 385 yards in front of the palace, you know, because history is very important. Uh, She's got music and... uh, I think it's physics. And uh, they're both, you know, she's... All our subjects are key. But, you know, if it was music... You won't want to care too much about the physics one, would you? No, exactly. Triple science. Yeah. All three of those sciences. Yeah. From Thursday, she doesn't have to think about ever again. Ever again. Unless she finds herself in the quantum realm. Ever again. (laughs) uh, That was a real relief, wasn't it? Yeah. Whereas, you know, if, uh, if my son was doing it, he'd have music tomorrow, that would be the one, you know, so. Yeah. Anyway, like you say... This summer, my goodness, and it's her, it's her birthday's her birthday's at the end of July. Right. So, my goodness, yes, let's let the lid off that pressure cooker. I hope she can have a nice time. Sometimes it's too much when you get that break you wanted to know what to do with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's that weird, well, my kids have been going through that weird period of finishing university, not starting jobs or new courses yet. Bonnie's been going through it. Just that weird phase of like, I don't know what I'm going to do, what am I going to do, what's yeah. everyone doing? That's sort of, you just can't rush it, can you? Yeah. You can't rush to the next phase, you know. Just enjoy the break as we wait for the green Coming man. The grotty. The number of times both me and Paul, I'm going to take a photo, the number of times me and you have sat at that light well, no, thinking, I, I'm home now after a... Have, you, have I told you my... 250-mile drive. Well, well, no, that's Something the, happened there, didn't it? I was trying to remember what no, it was. No, that's my, that's my trick. That's my driving trick. 
yeah. when you you turn left just at the bottom there and then come right down this down, down this road. Yeah. That's my manoeuvre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tonk manoeuvre. <laughs> really head, shreds people's heads. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, Dan Just Jones. about legal. Yeah, we're right at the foot of the A, A1, M1 and Finchley <laughs> thingy thing. We can actually run here. Yeah, we can run. We can run. We might as well run because it's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I went to... Melbourne to do world comedy tour mm. and they kind of flew in I think you've done it haven't you did that they flew in people from all around the world to record this international I've done comedy it in New show Zealand. I've, done it in, I've, done, I've done it in Melbourne now. so maybe they did it you know because they'll pick somewhere which is the most logical so yeah. it seems ridiculous for me and me and Simon Evans got on the plane from the UK but equally everyone's from everywhere so it's wherever's going to work you know yeah anyway got to Melbourne Got into the hotel at about 6, 7 a.m. Yeah. Really, just absolutely just broken. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. kind of ate the minibar. Yeah. The cornerstone of a healthy breakfast is, you know, a can of Coke and a packet of Maltesers. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. crisps and peanuts at a high, high price. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they called us all for lunch. And uh, I thought, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I just feel my eyes rolling around yes. in my head. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to do this. And then uh, when I got there, you realise that was their intention. Right. <laughs> it's a massive table surrounded by uh, comedians from all around the world. We're going, I can't. <laughs> and sentence. Yeah. Words. You're on local radio in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met some lovely people on that trip. So crazy, yeah, the two too. times I've been in Australia, both for comedy, and both times I was there for about three days at the most. It's very strange, but great. It's not enough time to even recover from jet lag three days. No, no. You're just there and out before you've even got your head around. That's it. Either I'm having a smoke or I can Are we smoke. past smoke. the gate or is it the next this gate? This is... I don't know... I Do we have to go about that way? It's that, that way. It's that way. Yeah, because yeah. we came across. We're not lost in Highgate Woods, no, no, guys. No, no. We should go in all the time. Yesterday, really early on in my uh, run, I, t I actually stopped and checked the map, but there was a guy standing right there, so I kind of couldn't bring myself to stop for long because yeah. I felt like I was crowding him. Right. So I checked that, that the path he was on was the wrong path, and I went the other way. But there were three ways. So I was just wrong a different way. <laughs> anyway, I found that out once I'd run up along this path and into another field. And then I ran into a field. And there was no path in the field. Right. <laughs> just around the, ran around the edge of this field in the middle of nowhere. Running, <laughs> running, 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 running. Running, running, running. But of course, you know, it's all miles. Yeah. All adds up. You just don't want to do that kind of stuff on the day. No. You don't want to get lost on the day. Yeah. So, a couple of okay. our uh, correspondents doing the uh, Tour of Thames side last week. Yes, I saw Four that. different races in four days. Yeah, I remember it last get, I'll year. I'll have to get back to them because I used to read about that a lot with old uh, Ron Hill used to do that a lot. Very yeah. famous race. Yeah. It's incredible and brilliant to think it's still going, actually. It's one that we should do. Yeah, well, it's totally um, old school. And yet, of course, it isn't because it's all running, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like... It's not ultras, it's just like four really Isn't it like a shuttles. seven mile and a 10k and a half? Seven, there's a, and there's a, something there's else. A little fell race. And you do, oh, that's right, hell on a fell. Yeah, it's, uh, 
just meant to be loads of fun. And funny enough, you do them all back to back, so it is there yeah. is a it is kind of a cousin of the uh, weekender factor. Yes. Weekender. Yeah, but without without the distance, you know. Do you dare me to still say weekender like that when we get to when we get to eighty k? Go on, Rob, give me a weekender. Weekender. Go out and have a good good time. I mean, it's telling. I want to quote Flowered Up's Weekender, yeah. but I can't really remember it because you can't pretend to be the Happy Mondays. Yeah. They had a magic. You can't copy it. That was a great video, that. We remember that one. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, Tour of Tainside. I mean, a club event that's been going for years and yeah. years yeah. and years. Great to see it happening. So that's it. We're doing that next year, are we? I'd like to do it, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it would be easier than the Race of the Stones. Yeah, it'd but... It would be tough in a different way, of Exactly. I mean, just in terms of us sorting out our lives and everything, the whole sort of comedy and family thing, mm. the fact that it sort of runs on evenings at the weekend... Yeah. ...makes you go, oh, yeah. what? 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 But, yeah, I think it would be great. I've still got a... I've still got to cancel the gigs for the weekend of the Race of the Stones. You said I'll the other day when you were telling yourself you were definitely going to do it, you should be walking. What does something? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, he said, I've cancelled the gigs. It was a fib, wasn't it? Well, I, to, well <laughs> I was probably talking about cancel the gig for Julie's party. <laughs> But I will. Don't worry. Oh, don't, that's not a factor in terms of the thing. But it's, uh, I don't know, I mean, if it's, it's a bit sort of health dependent. If I it's mean, in Swindon on the Saturday, then if today, <laughs> if today I've said, let's be realistic, because I'm very bullish by nature. But if today had totally broken me, yeah, pain every step. There's just no point, is there? There's no yeah, point yeah. yourself. Well, I know this. I mean, when you say we should sort it out, work out where we're staying and stuff, you know, I, all along and then not in a. I, I don't, not in a mean-spirited way. I just want to give you the option to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to not do it. So. But the reality is, it's just, this is the strongest I've felt in a long, long time. Well, your timing is good. And uh, and in this hot weather, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And... Uh, should be okay. Should be okay. And the yoga sounds... Yeah, the yoga and the shoes. Having a, a big event. I have get to... Get shoes, get some decent socks. Yeah. I think I've got no choice of the shoes because I love, I'm loving these shoes, but I think I've, I've just worn them out now, do you know what I mean? I don't think they'll give me... So you're going to get the same shoes? No, because they're not quite the right type. Right. They're quite hard, hard to get hold of. I think if I could get hold of a pair of shoes like this, I'd save them for my autumn marathons. Right. I want something similar. So you're same looking at new same shoes. brand. Right, okay. But something a bit more built for distance and trail. Right. And then I need to do that by this weekend so that I can train in them and see how I get on. Yeah. And then of course if they lead to a blister Massive instead injury. of a foot or a broken ankle then yeah. we'll be able to change change ends. I'll be hopping soon. I'll do it anyway. <laughs> you know, We're doing it. In the old days they used to hop, didn't they? Used to hop. What would a man do? So everyone else who's doing the Race the Stones or any other big events coming up, like no Jules, I think they'll have done it by the time you hear this. But if you've got a big event coming up, or even if you had a big event coming up and you've done it, we're all coming up against that kind of where the, the training, not just the training, but the conceptualising meets the reality. It's always weird, isn't Rubber it? Like, hits the road. It's like me and me and uh, my wife this weekend with that work she was doing, and my kind of there was some touring there that I kind of had to plan for yeah. and everything. Yeah. I felt like it was one of those weekends where I kept having to remind myself that I was living through 
the reality that we'd planned for, you know? Yeah, yeah, So yeah, if you yeah. get anyone else's take on that and how it felt and what was a surprise and what wasn't, would be very useful at this stage. I find that everything's back to being really busy, and that's great, but I'm still finding it maybe slightly more stressful than I used to find it. Yeah. Maybe. People. Crowds and stuff. So this is a steep, steep old hill. The funny thing is, I think we are getting used to this walking the hills because we never normally would, would we? No. no. This feels like it felt entirely logical to get. This is the the ginnel, the snicket, the snidget, the widget out of the back of Queenswood into the. And the loss of pace is minimal as well. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'd exactly. be crawling up it if we were running it. Exactly, we'd be going about the same speed, yeah. just using slightly different muscles. We're going uh, later in the summer. We'll be back in my beloved Lake District. I started dropping hints that the rest of the family need to just do a couple of walks. Right. A couple of long walks before we go. Just because out there with them. I just find when we're on the mountains, my uh, I'm kind of irritated on their behalf by my own fitness. Right. <laughs> kind of become that dad. Yeah, we're yeah, kind yeah. of striding up and I turn around and I've oh, got well, a, oh sorry I appear to have got ahead I'll wait here for all of you yeah. and then when they get to me they're like stay stopped we yeah. get a break too <laughs> an irritating dad and one that you took and he went there with you an irritating, irritating dad the irritating old dad yeah who still persists in remaining fitter than everyone else <laughs> When does this tyranny end? Look at this, that's the little part of your house. Isn't that beautiful? Look at that. And there's us. He looks okay, see? Yeah. He looks like he's had a bit of a loss of function. Yeah. Loss of function in the too eyes. Too bad. So, okay, so I I ran 2.6. You could take, uh, we've run 15.9 together. So 12.3, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, you've run 12.3. Nearly yeah. half a marathon. Yeah. That's and uh, and two and three quarter hours. Yeah, that's fine. That's about what I wanted. Yeah, it's great. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. 